It's always something like today where I was I was obviously in the studio like making some music or whatever and the metronome was on yet again <laughs> so that's what the click 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 at the beginning is <laughs> like all right I need to make a checklist I mean come on I'm a fucking pilot I should know what checklists are like, yeah, no, folks. Ron was not beating his meat right before we go on the air. Good God! Nope. No, He's at least you know what? Something of a professional. You know what's really <laughs> sad, actually. Um, I think the 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 thing that's the saddest is that before we would like you know go and have fun or maybe have a smoke or a drink or something before we started the show, right? Uh, even back on terrestrial radio. Oh yeah. Well, now. <laughs> Now, at 30 years old, <laughs> I, I I take a pre-show nap. Hmm. It, it, yeah, it, getting old sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, that's one of those moments when you when you realize <laughs> it. At someday, you're like, "Fuck! How did when you did two fucking happen? fucks? Fuck! <laughs> when did this happen?" <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of things that when you realize that you're like, oh shit, that means I'm old as yeah. fuck. I'm like, okay, Sucks. I own two cars and I'm actually looking at a house or maybe yeah, the I next own year a of house. Life. Are you kidding me? I yeah. own a house. And yeah, you know the, I'm looking at buying a house in the next year of life, hopefully. You know the, the thing that's fucking weird uh, mostly about my house is that it's the house that I grew up in. So... It, it's it's weird. It's taken a long time to even start to feel like mine. Yeah. Now, like, there's some stories in here. Obviously, like I've told the story about this particular room and how oh, yeah. this particular room was even my bedroom, right? Um, and studio at now, one point, and studio <laughs> simultaneously, studio. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, and then now it's a, it's a, you know, a full hog, you know, professional recording studio with a live room that was also a bedroom. You know, uh, there's a lot of aspects of it that are obviously mine, but when you walk in the door and you've been staring at the same, you know, other than different paint jobs and, and, you know, random shit like that, but you've been pretty much staring at the same four walls since you were born it's hard to like turn it into yours versus yeah. still being mom and dad's house. Yeah. Fucking it. It, it hurts. I, ch- I even tried drill. Yeah. I even tried changing out the light bulbs to a different Kelvin rating just to see, okay, the lighting different, make it feel different. And even that didn't work. No, it made me hate it. Yeah. Like it went from being kind Home. of annoying. It went to a cold, lifeless kind of a feeling right it no longer had that that homey feeling it didn't it, feel like home it just felt sterile yeah yeah huh. very yeah like 
you know, depending on like if you did it like with a certain paint job or certain floors and stuff like that, it might work perfectly. And even that that it's five thousand Kelvin rating, right? So daylight, mm-hmm. daylight, or yeah, so, so uh, daylight basically. Yeah, I think I get three thousands in all my. Uh, I get track lighting. Welcome to the world of yuppie loft apartment living. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like every damn apartment in this area where I live is is what I call a yuppie warehouse. It's a five-story building, and all the apartments are designed with high ceilings to make it feel like it's a fucking loft apartment. Right. Some of them were like the, the, my first apartment when I moved up across the lived across the street when I first moved up here six years ago had polished, sealed concrete floors. And I was like, <laughs> I had carpet in the bedrooms and everything, but it was like the, like the, the living room and the kitchen was like all fucking polished sealed concrete. Concrete. Oh so yeah, they, but only on the first floor though. Like upstairs, they had like the the laminate wood or some whatever the fuck that vinyl shit, whatever it is. It was like yeah, so it felt like nicer. Linoleum. Like, <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't linoleum. No, it's <laughs> it's actually the same kind of shit that I have right now. But it's yeah, it's it's like that. It's vinyl it's wood, joint. It's wood, but it's not wood. Yeah, it's you know? wood vinyl. Laminate, whatever the fuck it is. Laminate, yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, d- dude, like, and things that we've talked about this on this show before, like the, um, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, uh, um, uh, engineered, you know, how it's engineered to die sooner. Um, oh, uh, planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence. Thank you, sir. Like, planned obsolescence didn't, didn't exist back in those days, right? My parents no. bought a laminate wood floor in the basement of this still house. Still there, still there. It's got some little bits on it that I need to chop up. But I ended up finding the actual ones, like the extra ones that we've had in this house for a solid thirty years. These tiles it's are fair. almost as old as me, and I found them underneath Damn. some shit, so I can actually repair the little parts of the floor that are that are busted up. By the way, folks, I'm actually not drinking. I'm being a good boy for the last couple of weeks. I don't have to work tomorrow, and I'm still not drinking. <laughs> I'm sitting going, I'm going to let Ron have fun. I'm sitting on after that one time I showed up completely lit. Yeah, there was pre-gaming, the and then started. there was Drew. <laughs> Yikes. It was like, normally, it was like, I was further gone at the start of that show than I usually am at the end after I pound whiskey. Yes. And I was like, okay, no, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> it's like, okay, no, I'm going to have a couple of yinglings with the ribeye steak for lunch at Texas Roadhouse, and then that's it. Yeah, I saw Tom is at beer 32. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to make a show too wasted. I'm like, oh, come on, you're not hosting. I want to make a a, a a bar called Beer 30. Hey, you. it was on this show. It was broadcast live. So right there, that's I, my idea. Somebody hasn't already done it. My idea. I, uh, I want to say John Taffer's probably beat us to the punch on that one. I hope not, but <laughs> I really, I mean, like, I'm sure if you Google whatever your Fuck. favorite name Fuck. is, yeah, I know somebody has to have done it. Beer Thirty Brewery in Tulsa. Fuck. Fucking, are you serious? Who can go to that? Taylor and me. He's like, dude, Tulsa. Oh, yeah, Tulsa is not that far from you, but you can go to Beer Thirty. Motherfucker, he's like, you got fly benefits. Come bring your ass. Touche. <laughs> oh, there's another one here. There, here's one that's open right now. It's called the Original Beer Thirty Bar and Grill, and that's in Surfside Beach, South Carolina. South Kaklaki. Surfside Beach. Yeah, Again, Surfside it's Beach. like all the time. Like I've been to Myrtle Beach on a turn. I think. 
Beer 30. I don't, any, I don't think I've done any layovers in Myrtle, so yeah. The right time, Beer 30, the right place. Monday. What the fuck does that say? <laughs> Hang on. I, I got you, bro. Ron's got to post this. I, <laughs> He's going to share not, this. I, I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, fam. <laughs> the right place. Wow, get the lights on on the sign correctly, but all right. Yeah, Ch- but chunks. hold on. Monday slash dollar dom. Domestic. Oh. Domestic beer. You're not a beer drinker, so you're, <laughs> you're a bit behind on the lingo. <laughs> oh, no, but that's not what I thought it was when I didn't realize yeah, it wasn't yeah. domestic. <laughs> I was like, you guys having a dom sub party? Fuck, man, let's do this. <laughs> then it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah, we'll put that on the fucking billboard. Yeah. It's not in an adult bookstore. Monday, it's a dom sub, and then all the tacos that are left, it's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and then Chichunks. What yeah, the fuck was that later? Get further down. <laughs> Uh, vaginas but sex oh jesus all right so fuck there was my good idea beer 30 it's gone that doesn't beer 30 brewery it's a whole freaking brewery yeah okay well now i know we're gonna like in tulsa magic we made a road trip to tulsa (laughs) now hold on i really want to take a look at it right quick to see if it's any good uh beer 30 tulsa let's like take a look at some Pictures. Yeah, I'm sure there's like yeah, they got a, they got a website. They got to have some pictures of the inside or something. I can tell you, this, like they that, don't. If it's anything like that joint where Tom and I were hanging out up in Cleveland uh, a couple months back, then it hopefully it'll be pretty good because usually the places also have pretty good food too. It's got a couple of places, uh, a couple of what you call it, a couple of locations. Oh. Is this it? I found it. What the hell happened? Where is it? Where is it? Oh. Yeah, we, <laughs> we oh. need a whole soundboard of Duke Nukem. There's a Beer 30 booking agency for M- for uh, professional wrestling. Okay, this, this, is it owned and operated by Stone Cold? I mean, come on. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it sounds like it's got his name written all over it. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Damn. Beer 30 bar. Is this how I found it the first? Yeah, here it is. The original Beer 30 bar. Oh, no. That's the wrong one. Fuck! Ah. <laughs> Apparently, I can't find it. I- I'll try to find like, it at some point. It was. I'm trying to find the Tulsa versions thing. Uh, did you just like beer 30 Tulsa or you I tried, tried that? that. Or? I tried that. Hmm. They don't have a website. <sighs> they had a couple of pictures and the only one that I was able to find that was it uh, was the one down in South Kakalaki. Okay. And that joint looked like some joint that needs to be rescued by John Taffer. It's like, <laughs> there's dive. <laughs> like just some dive. Yeah, there's dive and then there's stop it. Stop there's it. dive and then there's don't touch anything when you walk in the door. Exactly. Even yeah, the water. Like hepatitis. Even the water has herpes. <laughs> the water has got like sores that, on that, it. That's the kind like, of shit where you do want a vaccine before you walk in the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like vaccinations required. Just trust us on that one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in the door, you go, yeah, I get it now. 
Yep. <laughs> you know what? I'll say this though. I've been in a lot of those dives before and, and I'll be honest with you. Most dives I've ever been in have been fucking glorious. They what don't look like a lot, uh, but yeah, what was that joint by our, where we lived in, uh, in Palm coast? Was it smiles? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like yeah. the one place you could actually smoke inside. Yeah. So we were there all the time. Cause you're just sitting there, you know, Mr. Chimney. <laughs> I was chiefing <laughs> how <laughs> I'm smoking like a fucking choo-choo train over By there. By the way, real quick. So, right, Zig Heil, right? Why was was uh, Hitler's response to that, you know, uh, uh, Native American, how? <laughs> I they have just, no idea. I was they like, stole I, I was like, everything. We're going into weird territory here, dude. They fucking stole everything. They stole the swastika and they just turned it a quarter, you know, a quarter turn and all of a sudden it's theirs. Right, and they it, flipped it backwards. Uh, and turned it to quarter turn so that it was diamond oh, shape yeah. instead of flat like it was it back in uh in in yeah in olden days of of uh china or india india Tibet, I think. yes yes the buddha symbol right yeah and yeah they flipped it backwards and turned it a quarter turn and now it's theirs and how now you look like you're you're uh you know re- return like, like solution. a socialist it's not yours anymore it's ours exactly that's what i'm getting at <laughs> <laughs> like folks it's like with the nazi socialist i don't know you do know what nazi stands for right folks national socialist german workers party it's in the fucking name it's in the name as sean connery said in the untouchables who would claim to be that who was not and that's what pisses me off is that there are many things that piss us off oh, <laughs> specifically dude i have an entire board right here i'll talk to you about it later it, dude, it's nuts. I'll get to that. Like if we went through all of these that I have on my board here, it would take us 18, 19 hours straight. <laughs> the marathon. We have shows till the end of the year. <laughs> well, that's what I did this for. This is for the blog, right? That I was going ah, over last, yes. last week. And this is for the blog and I wanted to have it. So I had two, you know, uh, two per week. For however, right? And you know, you want to be a little ahead, uh, so that you know, you know, you're not scrambling. Oh shit, what am I going to write about? You want to have a lot of um, uh, buffer, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're supposed to do that for the show prep. Do you think I show prepped anything today? <laughs> Fuck no. We've been doing this show raw for twenty fucking years. <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> Suck it. Um. Occasionally, we'll be like, all right. I've got a couple of things I want to talk about. And it's like, and usually a lot of this stuff we want to talk about is the same shit, especially if it's current events. Exactly. Yeah. If it's current events, we've always got the same shit. It's like, yeah, inside baseball here on, uh, on podcasting and radio and all this other fuckery folks. (laughs) It's like, yeah, sometimes we're like, all right, here's an idea of what we want to do. And then we just let it go. And it just turns into magic. (laughs) Some of our favorite shows that we've ever done in our history of radio have been ones where we were slightly in a panic prior to the show because we had nothing. Literally, it was a blank slate. We had nothing that we were going to talk about. No ideas. Nothing was going on. We didn't even have like the news up. Nobody was watching Twitter because back then Twitter didn't exist. Jesus, yeah. But even now, like we've done it on this show a couple of times where yeah. we have shown up going, do we cancel the show tonight because we're ill prepared or do we sweet fucking Just let it happen? Go raw. <laughs> we go wrong. Bear back that shit. 
open up that chocolate starfish. Here comes me. Linger longer. So, what was I saying before we derailed so hardcore? Dude, Not show prep. Derailing Some of the things that piss you off. You had the board of stuff. Yes, there was something I said between that and that next thing. There was something I was going somewhere. Dude, it is really bad for us to be as as derailed as we are. And now I've had a stroke. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? I'm not going to be able to remember shit. Oh, I remember it is about the show or it is about the blog. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I, I put them all up and then I counted how many of them I wrote down. Like I wrote down the the title, the the way that the that one connects to the next one in the series and blah, blah, blah. You know, some basic notes. Well, I counted all the blocks. I put it in an Excel spreadsheet because I love Excel and I counted them all up. There are 60. Shit. If I did and one a week, week. So, yeah, you're covered for more than half a year. Yeah. Almost seven months. Covered through Memorial Day, probably. If I started it today. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Bruh. So, <laughs> it, like, I wanted to have a little buffer, like maybe a month of buffer. Not that if I did it one a week, I would have more than a year of material to write about. And I don't, I, I want to do it more often, make them a little shorter. You know, the target is like 2,000 words or something like that. Um, have some time to, to send it up to the wife or her to red pen it. And uh, yeah, see what you got. But yeah, I have 60 already in the list. And this is damn. This, this right here is one of those nights where you're sitting there in front of your computer. You hear something on the news or you read something or you guys send it from Twitter or Gab or something like that. We see it and we're like, and I'm like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Inspiration has struck and Ron is pissed. hardcore. So let's go over just a few of these. And then I'm going to expand on some of them. So I'm going to read them. The ones that I've, I've marked across the board that we can even chat about today. Uh, but there's a lot. So I'm not going to expand on these two. These two are the very two, very first two that I'm going to write. One of them is called types of governments. And it's to dispel the rumors of the terminology that are used in mass. Right. And people are like, you're a socialist or you're, you're, you know, fascist, fascist. Oh my God. Really don't understand what that's, what that actually is. Oh God. Like the socialist one kills me. You're socialist. You're a socialist. And then they're like, no, no, you're, you are literally calling for things for social. (laughs) I hate humans. I hate humans so much. Second one is called political parties who all of them are. Not just red and blue. No, there are several. There are <laughs> several lots. prominent ones. There are <laughs> yeah. probably six prominent ones right now. Um, four that are really prominent. Six yeah. that are hanging like a dimple Chad, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So, which is funny when you're talking about voting anyway. So Jesus Christ, we might as well go back to that shit after all the crazy bullshit that's been going on with electronics and this and that. And, Oh, you can't audit that. How dare you look into it? Meanwhile, what's going on with California? Fucking early right. voting just started today, and people are already calling for that. Already. 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 And that's because <laughs> it involves a Democrat. Yeah, Democrats about to get stomped by reality. And, and more like, nope, people nope, are nope, actually nope. going to vote for someone else. 
but I thought and all so. of our voting systems were not able to be blown up by people. They were secure. They're so secure. secure. They so right. Everybody deserves a vote, even if it's voted 92 times. Yeah. Even if nine dead people voted, they deserve their vote. You should be able to print your ballot out on your computer at home. (laughs) 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 I fucking timed it. Good job. I was watching you. I was like, (laughs) good job. I am proud of you, sir. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I got a bunch in there. Like uh, I got stuff about um, mostly about control like different facets of control that are out there. Right. Um, the fir- very first series of them is going to be out th- about the media and like two, my two big ones. First one is it's called just trust and it's how the media has trampled trust yeah. and how we've gone from people like, like uh, Walter Cronkite, right. Who even during the assassination of, of president kennedy he told like people were calling in telling him things and said we're not going he not a not a uh, uh, editor not an editor or program manager no walter cronkite himself the on-air anchor talent said no we're not doing that get me some verification first yeah and then i'm not running with it just to be first i want to get it right that was exactly what he said he said, I don't care about don't being care about first. I want to I be care the, about the facts. I want to be right. And I'm like, and we need like 30 million Walter Cronkites right now. Please. I'm begging yeah. you. Please. I, I, I got to say, dude, uh, there's, there are very few people left in the journalism world who can even hold a candle to what that guy brought to that profession. 100%. I, I think you could probably count them on your, pay, on your fingers. Oh, yeah. I mean, in America, at least. Well, I'm sure once you start expanding it to the whole fucking globe, there's a zillion of them. But here's the, here's the difference between Walter Cronkite and all of them that are there. All of them that are there today. All of them. Walter Cronkite and the people that were around him, especially during that time, like the way he covered the, the crisis, the way he covered Apollo 13, the way he color, covered Apollo 11, mm-hmm. uh, the assassination of Kennedy, all these things, the way he covered these pivotal moments in human history and in American history, right? He was, he was, he had a way to make the news just reading facts of that, about things that happened entertaining and, and, you know, uh, uh, sunk you in like it grabbed your attention, reach into your living room and get, and relate and get you and get you to relate to him. And he can relate to you. Like, I'll never forget the one in Apollo 11, when he was talking about it, talking about it, and then Neil came on the screen, and you can hear Capcom and Neil talking back and forth, right? He stopped. They get they get a shot of him real quick, like a few seconds of him taking off his glasses. He sets off his glasses. He's rubbing his hands together like this is awesome, and he looks over at whoever else is with him on it was, set. It was he's Walter, like, only Walter Shira was Walter and Walter were you know, looking kind of at each other. Crime on that. Yeah, they were looking at each other like. Oh, Dude, this is amazing. Just, crap, this is for real. We're like little kids. We're soaking it in. Grown exactly. ass men. And we're like little kids on Christmas morning. It's exactly. the coolest thing ever. And see, those kind of things, that's where these things happening, like make the way that they're handled it is made not only the way that those journalists did their thing, but the public's response to whatever it was. Everyone watched Apollo 11. 
across the planet. There was what four and a half billion people on the planet back then, and probably a good seventy percent of them watched it live. Everybody who had access to a TV of some sort or radio, shortwave oh, yeah. radio. They were sitting in the middle of goddamn desert on a shortwave radio listening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like absurd amounts of humans watched Apollo Eleven. Not as many watched Apollo Twelve. Because yeah, because it wasn't. The how first. do you make it pivotal until Apollo thirteen, and then that same sixty seventy percent of the human race was hanging out with three guys in a broken box, two hundred fifty thousand miles away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And but it was that was the yeah. amazing part was the only the last TV pictures that were actually went and just rewatched a couple uh, like last week or whatever um, from the Earth to the Moon. Mm-hmm. And when Tom Hanks says the intro for each episode, he talks about for the episode on Apollo 13. He's obviously, okay, we've done the movie on this. So obviously, okay, you've seen it from that perspective. No, we're going to cover this from the journalist's perspective. Huh. And the whole thing was all about guys scooping and this and that. I think Jay Moore was one of the guys and um, the actor's name. He was the coach and the, the bad guy coach in the Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah, I yeah, the, yeah. I don't remember the actor's name, but yeah, he, he plays like the Walter Cronkite type. And then Jay Moore is this young, hotshot dude who's Riley. to scoop him. And, you know, with the kind of journalists we're talking about here, that relationship is kind of Lane, that dynamic, rather, is. Lane Smith. Lane Smith. Thank Jack, you. Jack Riley. Yeah. Yeah. The bad guy coaching the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. he's And he's, you know, his character, you see him a bunch of times throughout the series. And he's basically this Walter Cronkite type. Veteran journalist. In this case, I think he's a thoroughly well-briefed and read-in expert on Apollo because he's like, okay, it's like cause in the episode, he goes like, okay, as soon as the shit starts going down, he starts, okay, he's like, what were the last communications that they had to Mission Control before this shit went down? He's like, okay, well, they told him to do these things. He's like, and, and like they and they'd gotten kind of like piecemeal info as to what the radio calls were. He's like, oh, you mean they said this? He goes, yeah, that's what they said. And he's like, oh, okay, that's a normal procedure. And the dude like knew the damn flight plan backwards and forwards. This guy's right. a journalist, right? And that's how they that's how they embedded themselves into that. Like even yeah. Jules Bergman was the one that yeah. was doing a lot of the science portions of it. I like you remember the might, one they might have been. He was a fictional guy, but I think they they, did, they based it a lot on him. Yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, well, yeah. the one that you see the live ones of Jules Bergman from back then talking was mm-hmm. when he was talking about that that piece of paper with the the baseball and the the softball yeah. or whatever x feet apart you'd have to hit it that was yeah, real he was doing corridor yeah that was editorial back yeah. then it wasn't here's my opinion on everything there's a difference between editorial and opinion pieces and unfortunately that's what's gone news and editorials are gone and it's just opinions and 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 they call it journalism at the same time as they call it an editorial. They've literally brought all three of them together. It is an opinion piece and they're just calling it other things so that it's acceptable to the idiots. Yeah. Here's what I think about this. And Oh, by the way, this is what you should think too. Correct. Correct. The essence of what journalism has become today by and large. I, I take it from Ralphie May, the the comedian Ralphie May. I would take it from him. Don't be politically correct. Just be correct. Mm-hmm. That's what his that's his thing. There was yeah. an entire um, uh, uh, his comedy special was called Just Correct. 
Yeah. It was like, just because it may hurt feelings. It may step on toes. The truth does sometimes hurt. But like, if we start shading the truth and we start lying, we lose track of what is. Yep. And now none of us trust him. And that's the whole point of that thing is now we don't know who to trust. Like we can't be everywhere. So if some shit happens in Ireland, who's gonna who's gonna let us know that some shit's happening? Now or I Afghanistan. Also, or Afghanistan. Or Japan. Or, or anywhere. Australia. Anywhere. Orlando, Florida. Nine hundred miles from me right now. Florida. How am I gonna know what's going on to 70 miles away in Richmond. How am I supposed to know what's going on down in Richmond? I don't even live in, live in Richmond. I don't have any family in Richmond. How am I supposed to know what's going on down there? I got to hear it from things that, you know, uh, uh, avenues that are there. Like news. Remember when news used to be an hour a night and mm-hmm. then they added an hour during the day and then they tied mm-hmm. them all together and now and then there's, there's an entire channel devoted nothing to nothing but news. Now there's that's a when CNN bunch came of along forty years ago. Yeah, and and, and before CNN, when it started was a novel idea. I said, hey, it's a it's a channel that all it is is the news, and it's the same kind of idea was the Weather Channel. Well, like, what you know what was before like, okay, that? Who the hell's gonna watch Weather twenty four hours a day? Before be C <laughs> before CNN was C SPAN. Yeah, the I think live it had just cameras. gotten going before a couple of years before CNN. Yeah. yeah. And it was probably the catalyst for the idea. Like, oh, people can watch the cameras that are sitting on the hill for, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can hear and see exactly what the people you have elected are seeing, are saying and doing in your name with the authority you have given them. And it's genius. Yeah. Transparency in government. I can guarantee you, and this is partly my fault. I could go upstairs right now. I think she's here. I can go upstairs right now and ask my daughter if she knows what C-SPAN is. And she'd probably say no, because here it is a, 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 a way for us to literally watch and see everything as it happens on the Hill. Not everything, but everything that officially happens. Pretty. Yeah, exactly. There's a shit ton of stuff that happens behind oh, yeah. the scenes and behind closed, closed doors. <laughs> yeah. But everything that happens on the floor, everything that's part of the official congressional record can watch it, watch it happen as it happens. And if we've been able to for like 40 fucking years, maybe more. I think CNN started in like, what, 81, 80, 81, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I think C-SPAN, yeah, it was a couple years before that. I'm, like, I'm fine. I'm looking up. <laughs> when did C-SPAN start? So there's, there's the trust thing. Then I also talk about uh, how the mainstream media, I uh, say, you can see the media being programmed and lied about it. You know, that's how it hurts our trust. 1979 C-SPAN. There you go. And then a couple of years later, boom, CNN, right? Yep, I think CNN was a year or two later. So we talk about, you can see the media 1980, the very next year. Boom. There you go. Catalyst. Right, was as cable, right. As cable TV was getting started. And again, that's another thing. Thanks to the space program, right? <laughs> Communication satellites, Velcro. It, yeah. <laughs> Suck a dick. You use Velcro every fucking All day. this stuff. So anyway, yeah, I say you can see the media being programmed and lie and lying about it. That's how the distrust is empowered. So the media talking about how they're copy and paste, right? 
I plan on showing, you know, like putting in links to saying, say, hey, watch this video. Hey, watch this video. And it's literally those ones where they put like Brady Bunch blocks of oh, God, yeah. six to eight different feeds from different channels. Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all these different guys, you know, BBC sort of like world. NFL red zone. Exactly. But they're all <laughs> literally saying the exact same words in the exact same cadence. Yep. And people Rush are getting Limbaugh used to do this almost once a week. He would do a montage of some thing. It wasn't OK. If everybody's quoting someone, then obviously they're going to be saying the same right. thing. No, this is their analysis using the exact same language to describe how this is being received. It's like, no, no. One of the, one of the most ex- great, one of the most egregious examples of it was about 20 years ago when George W. Bush was running for president. So this is like uh, 2000-ish, and he chose Dick Cheney as his running mate. They used a word, a very obscure word called gravitas, which I believe is Latin for gravity, to describe, oh, Dick Cheney brings a lot of foreign policy gravitas to this administration if George W. Bush becomes president. And everybody said that over and over and over again. Rush Limbaugh had like 12 or 15 clips in one big montage and he would do this shit over and over and over again. He could do it every week, just about. And then there was a, something that was about ten to 15, ten to twelve years ago. I think it was in the early years of the Obama at first Obama at first term of the Obama administration. This thing called Journo List. Journo List. It was like with dashes in between. Yeah. And it was basically you remember so old kids chain are us. emails. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, it's, yeah, but it, it, you remember chain emails? Oh yeah. Basically, it was that. And it was exactly it was, it was an example of exactly what was causing that phenomenon that Rush would always talk about. Why are we seeing the exact same language used in all of these things from all these different sources, especially on TV? And we're sitting there going, okay, they're they're not quoting someone, so there's no excuse for it. It's it's analysis, and they're using that particular language and that particular. And there's the one big fiction. problem is that it's analysis. They're not yeah. supposed to be analyzing. They're supposed to be reporting. As yeah. reporters. Yeah, they'll, they'll report the facts, and then they will bring in other people to analyze it as well. Or they'll They're do focusing it themselves. more on the analysis than they are on the reporting now, exactly. that's a big part of the problem. Huge. So yeah. then uh, my other big one for the media world is censorship. Oh, yes. We ourselves, in about a year ago, when was it? September something. Or no, it was, it was November. It was August when we kicked off, because... The one-year anniversary of yeah. us having to reboot our streaming <laughs> procedure mm-hmm. is coming up. It's like, yeah, we have to renew that. We are paying out of pocket every year to do this now oh, no. because Thank YouTube you for decided your, to fuck us. Thank you for your thing. Actually, it hit me. Like, it had already hit me after I said that. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even like, notice until I, I, my watch dinged, and I'm like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, time. Okay, here's my half. Boom, there you go. <laughs> I appreciate you, sir. So, okay. censorship. Uh, title is We Don't Agree. Don't post that. And and I also ask the question, where does it stop being helpful? So, do you Here's a question for Drew. Here's a fucking good question for Drew. <laughs> do you agree? on terrestrial radio television any broadcast media anything like that that cursing should not be allowed it should absolutely be allowed there should be some kind of 
I don't say the government should get involved with this, but a good broadcaster or responsible broadcaster would put some kind of warning. I was like, hey, by the way, if you got kids or if you've got, you know, parental advisory, or, yeah, parental advisory. It They've been doing be that for thirty years. Thing, right? But it's just it it should be a best practice kind of thing. Like if we're on ninety nine one, yeah, one zero two five. Now I guess when yeah. you know we dropped an f bomb, we had to dump it out. Because if we did an eight second delay system, 30 grand back then was your fine for saying a bad word. And holy shit, Ron is like, did we ever count what the actual total that one show? Oh, <laughs> that one. Been. We lost eight <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Eight yeah, minutes. Eight seconds at a time. We lost eight minutes of the fucking show. That's, that's easy. That's himself. easy to do. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Divided by eight. That is 60 dumps. I, I remember I labeled the show as 29 button dumps. Were there more? We were on the air for like a good four hours for that four or five hours for that show. So it was, like, okay. I, it was right. It was right after I got back from well, uh, my road trip. Your so road this trip. Is like a week or so after Memorial Day. Right. Well, if and, it was, if it was, uh, what did you say? Um, shooting Proby and 29 button dumps. I think that's how I labeled dumps. the show. 29 button dumps. Then it would have been a total of like, almost four minutes, but I thought it was eight, but that could be something after 15 my, my, years. My question, you know, my, the numbers we ever bigger. add up what the, the dollar figure would have been if we hadn't dumped oh, out. 29 <laughs> times 29 times 30,000, 30, almost a, a, a million, $870,000. We could have bought our. We could have built another studio for that. Yeah, <laughs> because of your mouth. <laughs> uh, I was like, it's like we, we we were we were yeah we were we were doing fun stuff back then. I remember Rob the the vein in his forehead was about to. I thought like we were about to like we we're get showered with arterial spray or something because Rob was go about to lose it. Go, 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 go. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Uh, hey, Joker. jack off, douchebag, ass f. <laughs> okay, apparently, uh, by the way, the uh, the the Tourette's guy. Uh, apparently, there's a or there was. I haven't seen anything from it in a while. I might have gotten zucked. There was a Tourette's guy <laughs> shit posting group. Oh, I'm sure it got zucked. I haven't seen anything from them in a while. Amazingly, the American Psycho one and the Harry Potter one and fucking what else? Like a couple of other ones that are fault. They're still going. There's a couple of Star Trek ones that are pretty fucking funny too. <laughs> so aggravating that okay, shit posting, and now they're literally just looking for the shit posting ones to find them and delete them. Yeah. Although amazing, I think it was one of the 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 fuck the ATF groups or whatever that I've been following. They got yeah. sucked, but there are like two others that are still going. Yep. And I'm just like fine. <laughs> That's ATS the censorship. Been fucking That's what I'm talking their about. Shit lately, it's yeah. Well, see, and this is this is the most aggravating part. If two things: one, we have the technology, obviously, that they use all day, every day, and they claim that it is, you know, that is Jesus Christ, and it is walking on water right now. But then they also say that they can't use it for anything important. So we have the internet. We have the unbelievably vast majority of humans on this network especially in the 90 percent range of the american public definitely on the internet or with access to the internet 
that we could have them go and utilize it for anything government related. You want to change us from a representative government to a direct like uh, Sweden, right? Yeah, or a parliamentary system, yeah. Even nope. that, yeah. No, not even parliament. Oh, no, I mean, direct, 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 of- direct democracy. I forget what it's called right now. It's actually in my very first blog post that I'm writing right now. So, um, it's Specific a, government it's a, structure we're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's a direct government, direct democracy, okay? Where, you, you, like, they have things that happen and people either go to or can phone in or whatever um, their decisions on things. And then, you know, just like any democracy majority rules right well that's direct there is no representation and okay so they just put the law up and the people themselves vote on it straight up there's only two ways that laws or decisions or whatever can be brought up one it can be brought Mm -hmm. up by what they call the elites Mm -hmm. right or it can be brought up by regular citizens either way it hits the floor and the floor becomes where they go, the and you're like, country. you know what? Okay, all right, we'll send this to a vote. Now it's out to the entire country, and the entire country weighs in. Now, do they have terrible turnout like we do? I'm sure. Oh, of course. I'm sure. We got 20% of the people making the decisions for the other 80. But yeah, apathy here, is as much of a problem as anything. 100%. Yeah. I'm but, sure you've got a, a bit on apathy, and so if you don't, it's oh, I do. For you. It's on there. Uh, <laughs> where is it at? Uh, I think it's in my social one. Social. We all live in a mellow apathy. <laughs> a mellow apathy. A mellow apathy. I heard that on Rush Limbaugh like 25 fucking years ago. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot. The guy named in Paul this one Shanklin social. was the guy who did all of his parody songs. He's like he was like the political right conservative version of Weird Al. God, there's 21 just in that section alone in my social issues one. But yes, it is in there. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I saying? You derailed me. Uh, direct, so uh, direct. Oh, yeah. Choice, the direct, 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 yeah, and, yeah. yeah. The direct democracy. That's something that we could do here because two things happen. One, those elites are the 10,000 people that are screaming, that are burning down Taco Bell and shooting at white people. Okay. About that are the ones screaming about bad things that are actually happening to minorities. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're now talking for every side louder than anybody else. But there's only like 10,000 of them. It's a very limited number, but they have loud voices. And there's 330 million in the country. So you sway the right people. It doesn't matter what the popular vote is across the entire country of 330 million people, 186 million or whatever voting age, right? Or allowed to vote and voting age. That You only have to sway a couple of people. Because if you sway the party... 80% of them are, are locked easily. The party says this, the party says, you know, the rest of the party has to do this. You know, people are thinking, oh, you know, well, if there's 64 of these people, you know, we can guarantee that 59 are going to say this. And it, well, it isn't those 59 that are making the decision. It's the six guys at the top of the, the stairs that are telling the Democrats and Republicans 
how he has to control the purse strings. Correct. As in, as W. Mark Felt said once upon a time, follow the money. Yep. All day, every day. Goes back to what Ron, you've been talking about it for a year on this show. Greed. Oh, greed. hundred percent. Yes. That is the root of all of this. That is in there. Uh, Where is it at? I think it's in control. Uh, No, it's in money. It's in the money. money It really should be in both. (laughs) It really could be in both. It could be in all of them. I've got, I've got, let's see, uh, this, this, the things I've got is the general, which is those two media. First problem, crime and law. Second problem, control, pass all the laws, uh, technology section, social issues section, money, more control, but direct. Uh, and then I also have one where I'm writing the things that, you know, reflect fixes like my platform on certain things. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what can we do to actually fix shit like solar and renewals and batteries and nuclear and trash and education, tech, networking, food, homeless shelters, veterans, all these different things that have oh, yeah. <clears throat> excruciatingly simple solutions, but they don't want to do with them like healthcare, yeah. super easy solution. But nobody wants to do it because that means they're going to lose money at the end yeah. of the day. And they're not going to be at able the end to of the day. Is like, all right. We fixed all the problems. It's the dog caught the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like now what <laughs> they're do- again. It's like, I get I'm good with the timing. Yes, you are <laughs> I'm getting better think- at the timing on this. <clears throat> doing, doing yeah. quick, quick, phenomenal. Phenomenal. So yeah, that's in there. Um, what was I talking they don't about? Fix the problems because then, all right, at the end of the day, is like, all right, I fixed the problem. Now, how am I going to convince you to vote for me again? What like, was I going to say? Problems. Well, I fixed the problems. Now, why would you vote for me? Right before I said that, what was I going to say? What was I talking about? Ah, fuck. <sighs> ah, we need an EP. I just need my wife to come down here and listen. Again, we need a third. Someone involved in this shit somewhere. (laughs) One that pays a little bit of attention, I guess. Yes. Or who's not directly in the conversation where we're. (laughs) Yeah, and the slight (laughs) lag with the internet doesn't help. (laughs) Damn, it was really important, too. I was like, ooh, and then you were talking. I was like, all right, I'll wait until he's done. Platform for how to fix all these things. No, before, way before that. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like I was going to say something. I had just thought of it. And then you were saying something about something else. And then what you said trailed us on. And then okay. we were gone. It was the ooh, ooh, ooh yeah. that I was thinking about before. That is lay poof. Any. Yeah, but this everything I've written in here is the things that are annoying as fuck to me. Like next level annoying as fuck to me. Like, oh, here's a great quote. That is actually the title of my very first crime and law section one. It says necessity is the excuse for every infringement on freedom. Yep. William Pip, the 18th century United Kingdom prime minister is the one who said that. Hmm. Was this before or after the revolution? Do you have a, a time frame exactly? Cause we're talking 1700s. Yeah. So. It could be late. Could be early. Who knows? But it says yeah. necessity is the excuse for every infringement on freedom. And that either was said afterwards, which obviously there wasn't much time afterwards or, you know, at the end of it, or it was said way before and it did not age well. No, 
This kind of thing is like, oh, wait a minute. We've got colonies that are now pissed at us and, and they shooting want freedom. at our soldiers. And, they, and you're like, they, they're their own it. country now. They're not part of the empire anymore. God like, damn it. <laughs> uh, I hit, and the, why did they leave? The lead in for the next one is infringement supposedly promotes law and order. Dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, <laughs> Angie Harmon please yeah right <laughs> dude okay <laughs> speaking, yeah speaking, it's like uh, sitting at the uh, fucking texas roadhouse and one of the things they do they have their own house uh channel for country music videos and it was some dude who was doing some music video or whatever and fucking angie Harmon was in it i was just looking at it going wait a minute it's random she's from texas by the way so i'm like ah, <laughs> I, gotcha. going, I don't remember who the dude was i'm just like wait a minute it, it, isn't that angie Harmon? fuck yeah I think she's married to a guy who used to play for the New York Giants. Jason Seahorn used to play cornerback, I think. Oh. It was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I don't know. I remember the other like, one, she's, she's holding up. The other, one, that I say, the other one that I say is uh, the lead into one's called um, uh, Oh, <laughs> I see what I said now. <laughs> um, this is the last one that will go on our first break. Uh, silence everyone through policy, not law. How policies and edicts became like law to the public. And then the lead into the next one, which is called desperation, is D, all of the above causes desperation. I think it's one of the, I think it's going to be a truth nuke kind of a situation when you start reading this. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to take a quick break. It's uh, it's the Porch Factor on 7600thesquawk.com. Don't forget, you can call in and be part of the sexy time, 833-441-2220. That's 833-441-2220. We'll be right back, you fucking bitches. If you haven't already, please make sure you like and share all of this goodness. We will make sexy time together. But I can't help the fact that everyone can see these scars I am what I want you to want What I want you to feel But it's like no matter what I do I can't convince you to just believe this is real So I go watching you Turn your back like you always do Face away and pretend that I'm not But I'll be here cause you're all that I got
7600. The Squawk. Radio Dad. Cookies and candy and cake and junk and stuff. Yes. Thank you, Kay and Jay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the show. It is The Purge Factor on 7600thesquawk.com. I am Ron. I am Drew. And the website is 7600thesquawk.com. And the phone number is 833-441-2220. You can call in and be a bitch. Ain't that about a bitch. My rise to the level of shit, Lord, one day, folks. Good. Good. It is It is available to you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that noise. We're done with that. Right. days are long in the past. Ron, one day you're going to have to figure out, okay, what we got to like budget out what a proper radio station would cost. I'm talking, it's going to be somewhere in the millions. I'm like, which is like, Ron, just like on a lark, put together a budget for the gear you want. What would it cost to like, just, just find a space. So we don't have to build a space. We can like, do it from this house. All I need is but a yeah, fiber optic the house line. And put a fucking antenna on the top of it. Well, no, <laughs> not necessarily, but there is a, uh, there is a brand new tower that's behind our house. Uh, it's only a couple of years ago, and it's for cell phone use, and I think it's about 100 feet tall. So from an okay. LPFM standpoint, that's right on it. But if we're talking about full power... Uh, I'm talking like, like, yeah, not low power. I mean, we're not, because because that's, you know, we're like, okay, it's like we get a five-mile radius at best, and we, yeah. with signal we're, propagation issues and as we're crowded as about airwaves 50, are these days. 50 miles. <laughs> I mean, we can yeah. do it pretty much anywhere. I mean, if we wanted to service a different area, a different region... And seeing as our stuff is more like global and national as far as the content is concerned, we could just pick a dry area and yeah. route our shit there through an IPSEC. And that's our show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Studio space, though. All right. Like budget wise, what would we be looking at? We're t- I'm assuming we're talking millions here. No. I mean, okay, no, with no, a no. Powerball and like. No, no, no. I'm like, with all the gear you want to have, like, build a studio like what we had at Eagles FM, a space like that, but less ghetto. A hundred grand. <laughs> okay. It's more about... Six figures, but low six figures. Low okay. six figures. hundred grand, okay. probably. And that's with the transmitter, that's with the, the fiber lines, that's with, you know, the battery backups, that's, that's with all that shit. Okay. hundred grand. The studio itself would be incredibly ex- inexpensive because we're okay. talking about some preamps, a microphone, and a bunch of wood. That's what I figured. Yeah, it's okay. Just you know, it, <clears> but, it you know, I want to do it like nice and have like good furniture. And, right. you know, okay, obviously, and you know, it's going to be less sketchy than what we were working with. <laughs> Most of that money is actually going to be the transmitter and the that's antenna, what I figured. and that's, yeah, that's it. what I figured. That part would be the. I could lay fiber optic line for five dollars a, a, a mile. Damn, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, probably a little more if you got to bury it anywhere, you know, and you don't own the property and you can't bury it. And if you got to go across like mm, a public yeah. road and things like that, 
yeah. you got to hire the guys from you know martin or or you know somebody like that and have them dig lines underneath public roads or next to sewer drains or things like that next now to country road take my cable home <laughs> like seriously you just need to move out to west virginia and like in the middle of the friggin hollers woods yeah, the hollers out there and, and we'll put the we'll put a a a quarter mile tall antenna on top of the tallest mountain in west by god on the Appalachians, not even on the Blue Ridge, on the Appalachians, yeah. and have that button, that bitch broadcast 150,000. Be fine. They're going to hear our asses in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Good skip day. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We'll be taking over some of their top 40 stations. I'll be pissed off. Everybody out there with rabbit ears going, fuck you guys. Who are these dudes? Who are these douchebags? Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's going to be like UHF. Where we're like, all right, now we have to create 24 hours worth of content. <laughs> I can totally do that. I've got automation stuff that I've worked on for like the internet radio yeah. version of this for a long time. And it ran for months by itself. And we would cut in every once in a while and do our show. Yeah. Uh, and then I started trying to do other things with it. And then the, the, I still have that server as a matter of fact, up in the cloud, but their, their system is so jacked up that it's impossible to use at 24 seven because they restart their hosts like all the time. And, and yeah. it just randomly turns off, comes back on and, you know, you'll check in. You're okay, like, where the, the fuck is the radio station list of electronics? Oh yeah. Server <laughs> cluster. Yeah. <laughs> like an entire air conditioned room is like yes in the uh the uh ASCAP and bmi uh much called the um subscriptions so that we could play licensed music that's the other yeah that's gonna be the tricky bit like, oh yeah it's like we can play all kinds of shit it's like oh wait now we have to switch to now we gotta do some more fucking <laughs> permitting <laughs> gotta get permission permission and then I'll still drop an F bomb because fuck it. Oh, of course. We're just like, all right, well, there's another thirty grand. It's like, you know, we go, we do that. We just, have like, a, we just have like a running tab in the corner of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> How much is this shit costing us? Ron's the fat F- mouth. Fellows at the freaking FCC. You know? <laughs> oh wait. Oh, I don't have it. No. Was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> that's the, that, that is the one thing that would absolutely piss me off. That's why. All right. Here's my idea. Go get a fucking boat 12 miles off the fucking coast and we're going to do pirate radio. Oh, hell yeah. Just border blast that shit, man. Seriously, I heard it on the X. Side boob hour? Peter, that's it. I asked you to stop this and you didn't listen to me. I'm sorry, but you left me no other choice. I called the FCC. Oh, yeah, I know all about the FCC. They will clean up all your talking in a manner such as this. They will make you take a tinkle when you want to take a piss. And they'll make you call fellatio a trouser-friendly kiss. Here's the plain situation. There's no negotiation with the fellas at the freaking FCC. They're as stuffy as the stuffiest of special interest groups. Make a joke about your bowels and they order in the troops. Any baby with a brain could tell them everybody poops. Take a tip, take a lesson. You'll never win by messing with the fellas at the freaking FCC. And if you find yourself with some young sexy thing... You're gonna have to do her with your ding a 
because you can't say penis. So they sent this little warning. They're prepared to do their worst. And they stuck it in your mailbox, hoping you could be coerced. I can think of quite another place they should have stuck it first. They may just be neurotic or possibly psychotic. They're the fellas at the freaking FCC. <laughs> Mr. Griffin, that was terrific. But I'm here to tell you that as of today, PTV is officially shut down. Shut me down, eh? Well, you'll have to catch me first. <laughs> Cobra Commander had a better jetpack. <laughs> Earlier in that episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, like, it's yeah, so I was good. like, yeah, what would it cost to do that? <laughs> so good. Uh, I, I still give it to them, you know, like uh, watching the Family Guy episodes where they um, the Cartoon Wars episodes of Family Guy or of uh, uh, South Park. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Those are great because, you know, they were talking about how their jokes are just one interchangeable joke after other. It must be it's manatees that, you know, yeah, that fucking manatees in a yeah. tank with balls. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Gary Coleman. <laughs> you know, you took one ball out of the tank. Now the manatees aren't working. Yes. They're not moving. <laughs> Everything's OK to write about or nothing is. Yes. But see, that's the point is that everything's good to write about or nothing is. And yeah. that's what I was talking about in the censorship thing. Like we'd have a radio station, but then we're also going to have Karen listening to the radio station, who is then going to be the one that calls the FCC when we drop an F bomb and says, you have to punish them for doing that. You have to punish them for for using the language in a way that I don't like. Sticks and stones, folks. It's fucking insane. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but hollow points expand on impact. <laughs> hey, hey, Drew. <laughs> that. that. <laughs> oh, it is so seriously, annoying. I'm turning into Kermit the fucking frog here with his DMT. It's <laughs> like, it's none of my business. <laughs> hey, Kermit the frog here. Hey, the pilot here. Dude, <laughs> hey, Kermit the frog. Um, Andrew with you, pilot here. Frog here. My voice is way too deep. Ah! <laughs> wrong sounding Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should do a whole show like that. Wrong sounding Muppets. Hey, can you tell me how to get there? Yeah, it's back the way you came. And then I say uh, in here that both the mainstream media and censorship by them, the corporations and the government result in the bastardization of journalism. And that's what it is. And that's, that's that thing. um, uh, And there's a lot of ties, not only, and this is what I'm going to talk about in that blog is there's a lot of ties, not only to the fact that they're all getting the same sheet of paper to read, obviously, but there's something like that happening in yet another country that we get all pissed about and say that they have no freedom and the communist party is ruining them and blah, blah, blah. You're a communist. You're a Nazi, blah, blah, blah. China. Their salutations at the end of their news broadcasts. They're like professing love to mother China and communists. Communism. It's basically saying Heil Hitler at the end of every broadcast. Correct. And if you disagree and you say you disagree, they literally kill you. Yeah. Throw you in prison at best and torture you at worst, kill you and then bill your family for the bullet they used to shoot you. And we're not kidding. But we wish we yeah. were. 
Here, but we're not. On that subject, there's a great example of what you're talking about in Hollywood. When's the last time you saw a movie, major movie in Hollywood made that was an unflattering portrayal of China? Oh, fucking zero. Dude, the last South one Park. I no, the last one I can think of is Red Corner. Oh yeah. Nineteen ninety seven Richard Gere. Yeah. Um and yeah. That's that's it, folks. For the last twenty five years just about, Hollywood has oh. been afraid to poke that bear, or rather poke the dragon, if we're uh, gonna be <laughs> culturally <laughs> correct. Oh you know, cultural not the only one that well, I can nice. think of. Yeah. Uh, that did poke the poke the dragon, as it were, the the year of the fuckboy, um, was uh, uh, um, 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 Rush Hour. Rush Hour, not only did it once, they did it twice, where they poked directly at China and at the triads and their inability the tri- to the handle the triads. The organized crime in Hong Kong, yes. They're not poking the Chinese government. True. Because... Consul, Consul Han, the main Consul guy Han, whose daughter yeah. gets kidnapped in the first movie, he's this nice father figure. They don't well, mention, oh, by the way, he probably fucking knows where bodies are buried because he probably buried a few of them on his way to the fucking posting that got him to Los Angeles. Right. But then they go, well, they go to Hong Kong. And they, you know, they're cha- they're cha- doing things in Hong Kong. There's a bomb goes off in Hong Kong at the, the embassy and stuff. Yeah. You know, they're, they're doing stuff literally in Hong Kong. For it, but the only portrayal that's bad about, I guess, the Chinese government, so to speak, would be their response to certain things. So a little touch, but maybe that little touch was okayed by the Chinese censors for them to be able to release it. Now, this is another South Park thing that they get 100% right. They have several episodes that are dedicated to the fact that they have to make their sorts of things okay in China in order to get them to sell to American companies. Yeah. Listen, bitch, Nike, right? You're, you're Lord and Savior yet again. There's multiple Jesuses, apparently. Your Lord and Savior, Nike, comes in, and Nike has been found repeatedly, repeatedly guilty of enslaving people in China and paying them nothing and killing their kids to make your shoes that you sell for 200 bones a pop or more. And you put it on your wonderful, your, your wonderful multi-million and billion dollar celebrities. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Those Nikes that LeBron's wearing. Blood went into making those. I mean, literally blood blood to make those damn shoes. It's made it made in China, folks, is it's something that a lot of people don't sense. look at. They look at the price tag. Correct. And that's it. If we made all the things that are let, let's take this this studio right here. OK, yeah. my recording studio that I'm sitting in. The monitors were made in the United States by Personas. OK, uh, the monitor or the, the studio, the speakers, the powered monitors, those are made in the U.S. The two computer monitors, those are made in China. The camera's made in China. The stand that they're on is made in China. That cup is made in China. This little light you're up talking thing, on. This was made in Tennessee. Nice. But the I'm, stand I'm pretty sure my Audio Technica, if I look on here, there's probably a made in China sticker on it somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think they, well, it was, uh, Audio Technica is a company here, but their manufacturing, I think, is overseas. This is made yes. in Tennessee. 
Okay. Um, the stand, however, that is holding it, guaranteed made in China. My yep, oxygen I got an Amazon keyboard. stand here. I'm pretty damn sure that was made in China. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, my, um, what's the called? iPad my... sitting right in front of me. Oh, yeah. Definitely fucking made in China. That's why. Yeah, that's how you can afford an iPad, folks. That's why it doesn't cost $3,000 to buy a fucking iPad. Let's make it easier. Let's count the things that are made in the U.S. That Shit. old school um, microphone that I showed you before, right? The two monitors, the studio monitors, uh, the desk itself, the microphone. Not even my guitars were made here. Now, this one, this is my PRS. Yep, here we go. My Embry-Riddle hat. Made in China. You betcha. God damn. 100% made in China. Does it focus? No. You're moving it too fast. There we go. Ah, there you go. go. Made in China. This this PRS. Mm-hmm. Okay, my electric guitar. Very much made in the USA. <laughs> no. No? Designed in the US. Made oh. in the Philippines. Ah, okay. So, Paul Reed Smith, love the man. Good friend. Good guy. Met him multiple times. Great dude. Great guitar. Love this guitar. All PRSs are made in the U.S. except for their SE models, which is like buying a Honda instead of an Acura. Okay. Right? Um, buying an, uh, 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 a Maxima instead of an Infinity. Right? Gotcha. Right? Yep. Um, but it was designed by them and commissioned by Paul himself. However, it was put together in the Philippines. And as a matter of fact, okay. that's actually how I got this particular this particular guitar. This particular guitar is a B series. So there's uh, a series, which is like 12 of them that are made. Um, like it's the very first run and it's sent out to like the, uh, the, the creators and the QA people. And they give some away for free as, you know, promotions and things like that. And then there's the B series, which is a lot of like the, the win it and go type of situations. But this is like their beta run. The first one's their alpha run. This is their beta run. Uh, there was, I think 900 and something I've got B 874. And the reason that they stopped production on this one is because this emerald green is wrong. Okay. It was supposed to be a, a, a crystal blue and they got it wrong in the Philippines. Hmm. So they stopped production on this particular. So there's only like 900 of these green guitars and this may have only been 500 bucks to start with like back in 2001 when i got it but it's worth a hell of a lot more now because there's very few of these yeah like 900 across the whole plant and as a matter of fact and that's 900 that's not even 900 of the green ones that's 900 prs's santana se's like that one mm-hmm. so there's even well, less i got I'm looking at other stuff. It's like, okay, I found some stuff that's definitely not made in China. I got made in Slovakia for my hockey puck. Nice. Dallas hockey puck. Made nice. in Thailand for my model uh, Dodge Viper that my dad had since like the mid-90s. Nice. Let's see. An official license, Major G- League Baseball. GTS or RT-10? Uh, RT. Okay. RT-10. Okay. Is that made in China? Official license. Made in, official license baseball. Made in made China. China. Goddamn. Yeah. Official MLB licensed baseball. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that making it in China is bad. Like this thing, it's called an Apex. It's a little Bluetooth um, 
dongle thing, right? I use this on my, on my bicycle, mm-hmm. right? I take my head, these headphones, my in-ear monitors, I plug it into this guy and I connect it to my phone. And the reason that I do that is because I don't want to run the cable through the little phone holder on the bike and have me tethered to the thing in case I ever have to bail and I rip my ears out or break all my shit. So I clip this to my shirt underneath my beard to protect it with a, a wind sock, essentially with yeah. my long ass beard, right? I plug it in there and I keep it in my ear in one ear and I take the other one off and actually remove the monitor from it and the cable sits on my shirt, okay. right? This is my music phone. It responds to me, does all the talk stuff like it's supposed to prop play and stop forward bag volume up and down all that stuff and my headphones plug into it because it has a little headphone port right there and it's bluetooth made in china fucking fixes a lot of shit because if i use my my uh my regular my pixel buds right nothing but the wind all day i would have to actually put something over my helmet strap to block the wind from hitting the microphone as soon as i turn left or right to look for traffic or something nothing but wind with this i have a great microphone in it that's right there and it's underneath the wind sock of my beard okay 10 bucks yeah made america would be 30 minimum minimum and 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 then if it got you know like a lot of love like if there was a lot of people that listen to this radio show and i just gave this thing all the love and they were like oh shit i'm gonna buy them Suddenly that $10 goes to $15 from the Chinese company because supply and demand. If it mm-hmm. did in the United States, holy fuck, it would go to like a hundred dollars. Yeah. It'd be a, Instantly. it'd be a, yeah, it, it becomes an, was it a exponential problem? Oh yeah. Rather than a linear problem. Correct. And that's the reaction. That's what I was talking about. Like with, um, uh, the gas, we've talked about it a couple of times mm-hmm. on this show, right? We talk about the gas that it's a knee jerk reaction. Then they realize that they're okay with it. Three fifty a gallon yesterday. Jesus Christ, we're at we're at about three, almost three. Well, that's for three fifty for premium. It's like two two eighty two ninety for regular. We're in the low threes here, but on my area, like in this area of Northern Virginia, we are actually all of our prices have always ended up being right at uh, um, uh, nationwide average. Okay. Like almost all the time. Like if whatever our price here is, is probably pretty much what the nation, the national average is. You go to New York and it's like $7 a gallon. You go to California. It's like six and a half dollars a gallon. Uh, my, uh, my, um, um, what is a grandma-in-law? Grandmother-in-law, mother-in-law, but my grandmother, I, yeah, I think grandmother, I, the grandmother-in-law. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good do question. We, do we need to phone a friend here? <laughs> Wife's grandma. Hang on. Stand by. Where the fuck is. Oh, I feel stupid. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. If you've actually been trying to call the radio show, Uh-oh. Skype has not been open this whole fucking open. time. Oh, that's because it had a version update. God damn it. Dirty rat whore bag. Anyway. <laughs> Son of a biscuit. <laughs> Son of a building block. 
But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, things that are made in America. Like that's a short fucking list. <laughs> Stuff that I can see in the immediate vicinity of me. Hang on. Uh, what was our yeah. question we were trying to answer? Damn it. Can we phone a friend? Uh what what is a grandmother in law? Is that a term or Thank you. You're you're talking like Jenny's grandma, right? Yeah. I, yeah, grandmother-in-law, I guess. That's the best thing I can come up with. <laughs> Call number. Thank you. Let's do this. Calling a friend. Hello. Mother. Hello, son. You're on the radio show right now. Say hi to Drew. Hi, Drew. Howdy. What a ma. <laughs> hey ma quick question ma yes the question is what is a grandmother-in-law called you know your mother-in-law's mother what is your what is that grandmother-in-law yes okay i just never used the term I never like, used yeah, well, it because, I, yeah i believe that's the correct term yeah all right because I, I was I like i don't think anybody i've never talked to anybody who uses it but that's the correct term. Okay. Yeah, it'd be more like like wife's grandma. I, I, most yeah, probably more like yeah, or but husband's yeah. grandma. Depending, it made, it made it sense. Goes. But that's what I was kind of like. I was like, oh shit, I don't realize. I I've never even actually heard anybody say the term. Yeah, <laughs> you just invented something, Ron. Patent that shit. Patent that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call Hallmark, Hallmark, and be like, you better make my cards, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, we gotta let her go. I, I I took like a sailor on this show. Thank you, mom. You're welcome. Love you, Bye-bye. Talk to you. Damn it! I feel bad. <laughs> delay, delay, can internet s- delay, internet delay can Lag. suck it. Suck it. <laughs> My ping is so high. <laughs> Laggy. All right, so there we go. You know, call a phone a friend is call mom. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I still love my mother, and I call my parents all the time. Called them Damn earlier straight. today. Suck it. I, it's, it's, I think it's a character thing. Is how well does a man treat his mother? Yeah, it's a measure of his character. One hundred percent. And you yes, we love our mothers, and yes, we'll swear right in front of them. Oh yeah, I just <laughs> did like, it on, hey, like, live on a radio show. Mothers, They're like mom, this is who we are. Yep. I did it live on a radio show with her on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's the other thing is, you know how you, they say you always marry towards your, your, your parent or whatever. Um, you act like your dad and you marry like, you know, marry somebody like your yeah, mom, marry your mom thing. and you act like your dad. Right. Effectively. Dude, we've reached a new level. Uh Oh, <laughs> bruh, dude, we're at uh lunch with them. Uh, last weekend went up there and, Mom wanted to do some back to school shopping and do the grandma thing for Rory, right? And we're up there and we're sitting down to lunch at IHOP. And the conversations that we're just having back and forth, like they were having back and forth, and then it was bouncing back in between us. I'm looking at my my daughter who's like looking up, like just kind of watching it, like watching a tennis match, you know? <laughs> Serve 15 love. Thirty all, <laughs> you know, something's going on. Something, something's about to go down, you know. And then even Jenny and I stop and look at each other, and I said, "Jesus Christ, it's like sitting across the table from an older version of us." <laughs> it's like, folks, you want to see your future? Look at your parents, <laughs> right? 
and honestly, in in obviously in my um, my history, my parents have been married for more than fifty fucking years. You know, uh, uh, I'm okay with that. They raised good kids. You know? <laughs> doing all right. <laughs> doing all right. <laughs> uh, but watching my daughter at that point right then was like watching my older sisters. My oldest <laughs> sister, really, because her when dad would crack the dad jokes and mom and him would have the back and forth. My eldest sister, she always like, you know, did the eye roll like, oh, my freaking God. <laughs> middle sister she didn't do that as much she joined in and i joined in now the three of us joined it when we're all together my five in my you know immediate family my two sisters and my parents when we're all together dude you can't stop us you cannot <laughs> shut us up and we cannot stay on target at all <laughs> not at all we're stay at, on target yeah stay no. on target i turned off my targeting computer and i definitely didn't have obi-wan helping me you're losing you're using the damn force <laughs> and uh uh like we were at a, a family um what to call it a uh, um a funeral not too long ago like last year right even during the whole pandemic bullshit and we're standing there, you know, my mom, my, my sister, you know, my, my wife, my daughter, you know, we're all standing there with family and our family. This was an extended part of the family, my cousins and stuff like that up in Maryland. And true to the fashion of that side of the family, we were just cracking jokes the whole time. We're there to pay respects to my, uh, great cousin. Is that what it's called? Do I have to call mom again to figure out what oh, she's no. actually called? Like what you're talking like dad's cousin generation, mom's cousin generation. What are we talking here? I might be able to help you. Get, give me some description. I might know the answer. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. How were they related to you? I, I can't tell you like, Oh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Here we go again. <laughs> Does it not ring now? It's supposed to ring. What are you doing? It sounds like she already picked up. Mom, if you've answered, I can't hear you. <laughs> Hello? Goose egg. Oh, there she is. I'm not available to come to the phone. No, she's not no. there. It's like it didn't oh, ring. Oh, well, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's it's like it went straight. It, phones are doing weird stuff nowadays. Like I've had stuff where all of a sudden something pops up like a voicemail. I'm like, I never even heard this thing ring. Yeah, yeah, I do and the like, same thing. There's no call. Nothing. There we go. This is what there it was supposed to do. Today, Junior. Well, calm down, ho. I'm not available. Damn it. All right, whatever. Moving on. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, I think think she's like a great cousin. Like, cousin of my family. Cousin of my parents. 
Okay, yeah. Like I've got a few of those, like second cousin or something like that. Oh, yeah. second cousin. That's what second it is. Cousin. God yeah. damn it. I mean, like, you're like, oh, your parents' cousin. It's like, yeah. And their the children that. are your third cousins. I think. Is that right? I think. I'm just, I, just, I just cousins. I just, <laughs> just oh, yeah. It's just that. cousins. That's all we ever say. It's funny it's because, cousins. like, uh, that cousin has two or three daughters, and all of those daughters I call the cousins. And yeah. then their parents call cousins and like everybody is cuz yeah like everybody there is cuz you know and, and yeah. it's legitimate because they're all cousins at some point it's just different little denominations yeah. of cousins like i got cousins in worcester massachusetts i got cousins worcester. in miami worcester, i got yes. most of my cousins are here in texas yeah the vast majority i think yeah. with yeah and i think it's it's really second cousins that are out in uh in in massachusetts and miami so yeah, it's in like Mass- my dad's cousin's down in Miami. He lives in Coral Gables, and my mom's cousin is up in Worcester. So yeah, I mean it's, but uh, yeah, the vast majority of my family's in Texas. We not all of us lived in Texas for a lot of it. A lot of it, some of them lived out in California. My uncle Doug, uh, the road trip uh, that I told you about, <laughs> that road trip, <laughs> right before that I joined up trip. and started doing this shit full time. <laughs> But yeah, I, was, I drove out to Camarillo to see him. He was living out there at the time. He's now moved back to Texas. He's living here in Dallas. Uh, let's see. I was living in Florida for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I'm back here. Girl, uh, Aunt Helen, uh, she was living same. up in Iowa for the longest time. Now she's back here. And she's down in Houston. So yeah, it's a lot of us going to be kind of scattered all over the place and we've come back. So my cousin yeah. in uh, Miami, he born and raised in Texas, but his mom was actually a Cuban refugee. They fled um, after Castro took over. I think it was like 61. It was the last of the freedom flights or whatever before they cut that off. But she and her uh, family managed to flee. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, he, he's he's definitely uh, a, a right-wing kind of guy. <laughs> kind <laughs> of a, a nut job? <laughs> all he has to do is talk to mom about why socialism is bad and why Castro is so universally hated in that part of Florida. And the sad thing is that people are like, oh, no, socialism's great. Socialism work. I was like, no, socialism doesn't work. Ask anyone who used to live in Cuba who doesn't. Ask anyone whose family had to flee. How many people have fleed from China? How many people have fleed from North Korea? Oh, shit, dude. When I was in Communist Richmond. Communist dictatorship. Uh, a couple years ago, when I had a layover in Richmond, when you uh, the long layover. Yeah, like, when I came your, down to pick up. first anniversary. Yeah. Yep. He came down to get me. Yep. I was hanging out with my captain or whatever. We go to the bar or whatever because it was a long-ass layover. We go down to the bar, get some dinner or whatever, have a couple have a couple brews, and our bartender is a North Korean refugee. Nice. Yes. Nice. I was like, yeah, I was like, he's Korean. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. What part? He's like, yeah, North. I'm like, really? That's awesome. <laughs> Like, Norse, yeah. Norse, Norse Korea, Norse Korea, Norse Korea. You know that it, they're, you know that they're not even Korean if they, uh, they're like, they're not just from like South Korea or stuff like that, or, yeah. or, you know, Oriental in some way or something like that. If they say Norse Korea, they're from North Korea. No, yeah, she said, yeah, from North Korea. She got, they, she and her family got out. That's awesome. Oh, I was just talking about the, the, the accent. If they yeah. say Norse Korea. They're from North Korea. I don't, I, don't, I don't recall if she said it that way or whatever. It's, yeah, but oh, it's, yeah, it's 100%. Korea. Like the most famous one is that girl who came out and then she spoke to the UN or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, what was her name? UN, I think she also spoke to Congress. 
She was spoke she to was our Congress. There, no, there was there was some no, it was some guy who Donald Trump honored at like the State of the Union or some couple. Years oh yeah, ago. different. Yeah, yeah, different yeah, guy. Different. But yeah, it's, I think I know who you're I mean, talking about. The she's, girl she talked she's on uh, TV and yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, she barely made it through that speech. Like, and she's just you know, oh, still overwhelmed by the fact that she got out. Right, family got out. They yeah. dip set, but I guarantee you that they're hunting her still. Oh. Definitely. And after uh, rekindling that uh, that connection to the story, I went and looked for her, and she's a model now, which is not surprising. Woman's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. But, you know, you see the Western side of her has taken its hold. And unfortunately, how do I say this? Our, our, our thing, and this ties exactly into the next thing that I was going to talk about for the, the ideas for the blog thing is fanaticism ladies and gentlemen the word fans is fanatics yeah it is fanaticism and if you are a fanatic that means you are nuts about something yeah obsessed. that's obsessed that is what that term means okay why are the thing is why are uh, why are fans the way they are and why does it uh, why does it what did I say are and why does it do what it does oh okay why are fans the way they are and why does it do what it does to people uh, good people to be fans of are ignored so it kind of ties into our like desire as humans and especially as Western civilization to love to watch the train wreck right why can't you take your eyes off the train wreck because just, it's going to have be to watch it happen big it's going to be boom it's disaster people are going to get hurt people are going to die and you don't see it very often but it's if like you everything see, went down in afghanistan two weeks ago everyone falling off the fucking cargo planes i'm just looking at this going i can't look away yeah i i, I can't stop watching this shit because but see, that yeah. was news. That was impactful. Like the fact yeah. that the news showed the the people jumping out of the Twin Towers on yeah. 9-11. And they still show it today. They show it not because, you know, ooh, check this out. This is kind of crazy. Like those people that post the videos of the car crashes from, yeah. uh, you know, dash cams like mine. Yeah. The only reason people want to watch that is because they like seeing destruction. And they like watching when people get hurt. That's a human in general thing. It's like, oh, I only watch racing for the crashes. Exactly. So many people like, yeah, I watch NASCAR just to see him crash. I'm like, exactly. And it was like, who was it? Was it? Uh, uh, crap. Number 99. Um, Carl Edwards. Yeah. Carl Edwards. Like they ran a, they ran a race and everything was real clean and he somebody was talking to him after the race and they were like he went off he went off the chain i had people who were saying you know oh it wasn't you know great he goes what because none of us crashed and he started losing his shit on the mic yeah. i was like <laughs> it's right though he knows he, he's got friends who have been hurt and worse throughout his career he and he's been hurt i'm sure wasn't he, wasn't he handy just started his career not too long before dale no, it was after Dale. He came on a couple years later, yeah. but he might have been lower levels, like sprint cars like sprint or, or modifieds or whatever he was Bush doing at the time before he moved up to the cup. Back then. But 
I'm sure he has either been hurt in a crash or definitely knows people who have. Especially coming up along the food chain, because a lot of the, the guys who get hurt in the lower levels, we don't even hear about. Mm-mm. Unless the person was hurt in the lower level by an upper level driver. Yeah. Like, like Tony, Tony Stewart. Stewart for, yeah. Well, yeah. it's that was a horrific example of somebody who watched what Tony had done at Bristol. Somebody wrecks him. He gets out of his car and he throws his helmet at the guy as he goes by under caution. Right. Some guy's like, well, Tony just spun me. I'm going to do the same thing. And he got run over. Right. It's like, yeah, folks, it's not good when Tony does it. And it's not good when you do it either. Right. It could have it's, just it's, as yeah. easily happened to Tony Stewart. Yeah. Tony smoke. himself could have gotten hit. Yeah. Smoke like, could yeah, have been The driver could have you know, freaked <laughs> or whatever and, and juked the wheel or whatever and ended up freaking accidentally swerving right into tony smoke when could he have was been, doing that shit smoke could have been smoked <laughs> yeah <laughs> As like, it folks, it's, there's a reason these guys wear all the fucking safety equipment there's a reason they put restrictor plates in there because the insurance company said guys we just had a wreck at talladega where bobby allison tore down 50 yards of the catch fence nearly took out the flag stand and nearly went into the crowd we nearly had a dozens dead body count because of an accident that happened simply because his engine blew mm-hmm. chunk of the engine went under the right rear tire popped the tire he started spinning at 200 miles an hour air got into the fender well which now had no tire to fill it back end lifted off the ground as he's going through the trioval well he keeps going in a straight line a straight line is right into the fence right and back then and the fence wasn't as strong as it is now no they reinforced the fence as a result of this and the year after that that was when they started putting uh, restricted plates in the cars. And Bill Elliott set a lap record at Talladega of 212 miles an hour in 1987, and that record will stand forever. And a lot after that, there was another very similar crash where someone was it at Daytona or Indy? I forget where it was, where another person went up into the air just like that and caught the fence and threw their engine block through the fence. Damn. I remember that one. Oh, I remember that one. Uh, I watched that one live when it happened. I remember there was one in um, in the Indy cars when uh, here at Texas Motor Speedway in 2003. Kenny Breck made uh, like a dozen laps or so from the end. He's fighting for like fourth place or whatever. At 220 miles an hour, touches wheels to another car, goes airborne into the fence. Same result, but it was on the backstretch where the stands were empty at the time. They didn't yeah. sell this backstretch stance for the IndyCar races. Tore the fence apart, ripped his car into a million pieces, and put him in the hospital for months. The man was this close to the big sleep. Ooh. Great, fantastic driver. He's an awesome dude. And he, you know, he recovered and he went back to racing. And two years later, he qualified for the Indy 500 fastest car in the field. Damn. Not pole, not pole position, because he qualified on like second or third day or whatever it was, and because of Indy's odd qualifying rules, he wasn't eligible for the pole, but he was faster than the pole. And it was like, yeah, he was driving for the same team Danica Patrick was driving for that year. That was her big debut year, so that was what everybody was focusing on. Meanwhile, Kenny... I knew it! Was, I knew it! Well, yeah. It's Carl Edwards, it. Talladega, 09. Yes, that was the one where he goes below the line and said, okay, um, if the guy goes below the line to pass you, um, just hold your line and let him swerve in front of you. And this was the result. Ken Keselowski he got launched on top of. I don't know. Um, I don't think he can uh, step out until he waits for the last second. And it was Keselowski alone. Is Edwards going? Oh, no! Turns him. No, no. 
Oh, and that oh. destroyed the front end of yeah. Newman's car. Yeah, Ryan Newman no. hit him as he was going air. Oh, Brad Keselowski won this race. Yeah, yeah, just destroyed his engine that car. is missing. Do you know why his engine is it's missing? Hung, it's hung it's up in the, in damn the fence. fence, and there was pieces like bolts went and a, and piston rings and stuff like that went through and hit people in the crowds. He yep. was there pissed were, about yeah. that. He yeah. was pissed about that, not because he wrecked, not because I mean, technically, he crossed the line. Um, you yeah. know, he was just above the line, <laughs> quite a bit above the line. Um, he was pissed that it happened and that it hurt people. That was the yeah. only thing he was pissed about. That, and I'm sure he was hurt. But he did jump out of the yeah, car he, right after yeah. this. He, got, he jumped out of the car, but he was probably pretty damn sore the next oh, day. Oh, I'm sure. This was yeah, after and the so Hans, was Ryan so. Newman. It's, the thing is, you look at the, that look at that crash, and look at Newman's crash at Daytona last year. And Newman was basically the guy in the air the other time. It was, yeah, because that, I remember that night watching that race. That, oh, that yeah, that one was gnarly. That, that was a long night waiting for word. Oh, he was okay. Everybody's yeah, great. I, I remember watching, and they showed the slow-mo of it, and I was like, there's a big run. This is not coming. good. Now, as long as they're side-by-side, side, he's good, but here comes Newman. Hello, big run. Newman. Denny put the block on him. Great job not causing a wreck on that block. White flag under green. Next flag will end the race, and Newman is there. Newman's got locked onto his rear bumper just like he did. Oh, wrecking uh -oh. behind Chase Elliott. Yep. Brown. Spinning around. No still green. Let him finish the lap. Still green, and here they come. And here comes Blaney. Ryan Blaney up behind Ryan Newman trying to get him to Hamlin. Newman backed up to Blaney. Big run coming here. To no. the inside, Newman to the front. Nothing Denny Hamlin could do. What can nope. Ryan Blaney now do? Here comes a uh, push. Not much until he gets pushed. Yep. yep. Oh, this thing's not over yet. Nope. A bum draft not in the corner. That didn't get too early. Well. Ryan Newman off turn four for the final time. Blaney to the outside. Oh. To the inside. Here comes Hamlin up the oh, inside. Oh, no. Boom. Crash into the wall. Into and the air. Goes I remember Newman. when he hit the, the that was the hood in of, um, of, I think it was Harvick. Sparks Somebody on his I think it was Harvick who he landed Ryan on. Newman comes across the line, fourth. Upside down and burning. And comes and he to did rest. not get out for a long time. No, because, well, he was also laying Scoring. on his, his window. Unofficial. Well, that's he not the driver's window. That's the passenger window. He had a nasty, yeah, had a nasty head injury. Yeah. You can see fuel spilling out of the car. He was in the, the hospital for like five or six days at Halifax, wasn't he? Yeah, because yeah. Halifax is right next to the tracks. It right. was a day or two. That's where everybody goes from NASCAR. Yeah, that's that's oil and fuel spilling right out of the, the tanks in the trunk there. It's an open flame right there. Newman I'm like, oh, turned, please, for the love of God, get the extinguisher Went up in the air quick. as he came down, was hit by another car, and launched skyward, coming down on his roof. Uh, there's the a AMR replay here. Team. Is the the of the actual impact. Now they were hesitant to show a lot of replays of this because it's like so long to get him out of the car. They didn't know what, like they didn't want know. to be sending up things. Yeah, they didn't want guys, to have. Okay, this is you know the moment Denny of impact. This is Denny like and Denny was, sure was the okay. Denny was pissed at himself for yeah. shaking his hand like that. You know, you know, celebrating the win or whatever. He was pissed yeah. at himself for that, and it was kind of similar to like when Dale died. Right, you yeah. know, uh, people are all Michael like, Michael Waltrip you know, was, like, was all, "Hey, cool!" It's like I won the Daytona 500, first victory of his entire career. And he's like, 15, "Hey, I'll talk to you guys later. I gotta go." Yeah, because Ken Schrader came up 
Ken yeah. Schrader was the other guy involved in the wreck. Yep. And Ken came into Victory Lane and told Mikey the news. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, and, and there's a great thing that Fox did a few years. I think it was on the 10th anniversary of it about the, I think they call it The Day. Or something like that. It was, they do a couple of these. They had the one with the the jet dryer crash, like that whole oh, weekend. With they Juan explained Pablo all that. Montoya. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. With Montoya hit the jet dryer, they explained that. And there was another one they did about Dale Earnhardt and that weekend twenty years ago when we lost him. And it it was rather interesting because they we're coming up on a break here. We will definitely want to recontinue this when we come back. But some of the interviews that they had with Ken Schrader, and he's one of the nicest guys on the planet. Yeah. He's a NASCAR driver, but he's he's a very Christian man, great dude. And he, when somebody came up to him and try, in the, I think it was in the uh, infield care center in the aftermath or whatever, and it was like he he started a blue streak. He, he started lacing into somebody who rubbed him the wrong way. And I'm sitting there going, for Ken Schrader to be doing that, it's like it really is bad. It's bad. And he was the first guy to get there after the impact. He walked up to Dale's car, and again, the window net had not come down. He looked inside, and he's like, uh-oh. Yeah. He knew immediately. It's like, guys. And you can see the the, the shot from the turn where he was camera. like waving, yeah. He immediately, as soon as he looks yeah. in, he starts waving. He's pointing at the, at the Guys, yeah. get the hell over here now. Yep. He's hopping up and down like he is just like full of energy, like full of uh, uh, adrenaline, yeah. like fixed now. You can, go. you can see a switch flip when he looks in there and he realizes what yeah. the situation is. He's like, oh, dear God, get him out of here now. And get it was him, like get the him switch of the guys uh, during, uh, um, uh, Th- uh, not Theismann. Um, yeah, during Theismann's injury. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, when the Lawrence Giants. Taylor, yeah. The guy who tackled him no, broke the, his leg. And, and he, he jumps up and he's like, oh, shit. waving to both Waving both, to the, waving to the sidelines. Side get over here. He's hurt bad. He is waving to both sidelines. He would wave at ours, and then he turned around and he waved at his own. You know, yeah. like, holy shit, somebody come help, please, please, Trainers, please. You know? get the hell over here. Joe's hurt damn bad. And then his hand's on his helmet, and he's like, oh, shit, fuck, 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 yeah, fuck, fuck. I just ended you know? this guy's whole career. Right. So, you yeah. know, there's a lot of love in there, you guys. There's a lot it, of love. There's a lot there. of sportsmanship going on. and Huge amount. That's another thing that, sadly, we don't have nearly enough of in it, it does show through on occasions when horrific things happen in a sporting event. Dude, why do you lead into things exactly the way I need you to? Like, you put that one up. <laughs> you don't even know. There's no show prep. I didn't I have tell no you. I no idea where he's going with this. But he put it it's... up on the T-ball stand, and it's just going to stay there. No wind. We're coming back. Perfect air. We're coming back. And you put it on the T-ball stand. You demand. Stick with us. We'll be right back. I'm pretty sure the show isn't over. So go get a drink, sit down, shut up, and just wait while we pee.
Y'all some crazy bitches. So we will be back shortly. Oh, don't say that. Now we got to say flippity floppity flu. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Back to the Porch Factor on 7600 Spock.com. 833 441 2220. 833 441 2220 is the number. I am Ron. I am Drew. And we chilling like villains on the ceiling and whatever. <laughs> I'm sure that sounded better before you open your mouth. Oh, as a lot of things in my life do, sir. As a lot of things in my life do. That's what she said. That is what that's come going into her mouth. Anyway, moving on. Comedy cow says move on. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the show. So true. Hmm. Oh my name. Anyway, so we're talking about I swear, that dude can make every song better. I was like, right? was like we need to get we need to like issue a challenge. It was like, think of a Leo. song. There's no way he could make metalize this and make it better. You, there's got to be something we can think of. Leo Mora uh, Moracoli 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 Moracoli. I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce his name. Yeah. He's from like uh, Sweden or something. Uh, was he Norway? Norway, maybe. It's in Norway, somewhere in Scandinavia. I want to say Norway. Hella good dude. Hella good fucking uh, musician. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. It was like how, dude? It was like you, you metalized that song. It was like he made Baby Shark listenable. Right. Uh, I, he I, did I, the I, the Power how? Rangers theme. How Power Rangers. As a matter of fact, I think I have. Oh, here's the Pokemon one right here. Are you ready to I, catch I them all? I've heard the original, so. <laughs> Do you want to catch them all? Yeah. yeah. I want to be the very best. No one ever was. I've never heard the original. Travel across the land, searching far and wide. This Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon can catch up. It's you and me. I know it's my destiny. Pokemon, oh, you're my best friend in a world we must defend. Okay, seriously, this version of fucking rocks. I've never heard the original. I'm like, now I don't want to. Let's listen to the. You got to buy, you got to buy in Pokemon. Now you know where that came from. <laughs> um, they were ripping off every bit of that. Oh yeah, that's what they do though. That's how they roll. Uh, let's I, honestly, I don't even want to hear the original version now because it's never going to measure up. It does. Uh, though. <laughs> it does though. Uh, it's um, 
Jason Page was the guy who did the original one. There's a live uh, version of this. Oh, <laughs> all right. So there's two on this one. Hold on. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, let me look at this. They did it once at this uh, show. That's the studio one. Here it is. Here it is. So there's this one. So this guy right here, obviously there's an entire orchestra. Right? Uh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> this is his metal guitarist right here. This is Jason Page. Uh, this yeah. is the guy that originally did the original song for the show. literally dropped out the entire song. oh did it for you on the audio the stream the stream dry like the whole stream i was just like uh right i was like, I was like ron testing one two he was like yeah. oh like, oh I, like oh we might have actually lost the internet yeah the internet went Woo-hoo. all right well it was being recorded so you can watch it later but here's the second one this is i don't think jason page was actually in this one uh this is the encore to the pokemon symphony in orlando Um, I'm pretty sure this was done at, um, uh, not Amway. Uh, this this looks kind of small. Like it was like hard rock or something at uh, universal. I think it was at the, um, whatchamacallit at, uh, um, the sound studios down there. I can't remember their name. The, the college that's down there. Uh, UCF. No, the, the USF. No, uh, the one that uh, the WWE uses. Why don't I know this? I was going to go there. I think you used to live right by the joint. I mean, exactly. Um, sound. Not Valencia, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Full sale. Okay. Full sale. Um, yeah, so I wonder, I don't know. I have to look it up because it doesn't say it in the description, but listen to this. So this right here, this shows you that everybody, I mean, this song has touched millions upon millions upon <laughs> millions of lives to where we can all sing it together. And I mean, we're talking like three and four generations of people singing Damn. it together. This one didn't have Jason page singing it. It had somebody different. 
like a legit theater, though. Little intro. Yeah, and then the conductor is conducting the audience. <laughs> Let's go all the way to the end of this because the end of it is epic, as usual. <laughs> when the pop from an orchestra is that epic you know that the song Damn. they're doing is right <laughs> Damn. so yeah yeah as you can see uh okay I'll, I'll play one more thing for you i'll play the original song the original theme song actually in the cartoon all right okay. so this is where it all started from <laughs> And there you go. So as you can see, it it already started as pretty epic. Yeah. And then they did a bunch of more epic shit with it. <laughs> it's like, folks, this is how you monetize a video game. <laughs> started way before the video game. The video game. Came, the video game came from the cartoon. Uh, actually, it even started before that. If I remember it, uh, pretty sure it started as a book or a comic. Okay. You saw the honest trailers. Uh, I saw you. Video. Set it up. I'm gonna. <laughs> like, I'm gonna pull it up in a second. <laughs> like, folks, let's let, let's dissect this and unpack this. <laughs> when okay, when they go and they 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 get the wrong names for all of the, the Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon is <laughs> like like 150 of them, and they're hilarious. Nice. <laughs>
<laughs> it was like, well, including 100 starring, 150 original Pokemon, and we're going to name them all. <laughs> we're going to get them wrong. It's like the wrong names, which end up being hilarious. And, so, and the fun part is a lot of the names are actually explained. It's like snake spelled backwards. And there were people in the comments who were like, I, I'm not proud of how long it took me to figure that out. <laughs> it's like Ecans. Oh, it's snake spelled backwards. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was wrong. It, it did actually start as a video game. Yeah. I was going to say it was a Nintendo video game. I think it was a Pocket, Game Boy. Even. Pocket even Monsters a- Red and Green in Japan in, in February of 96. And it was on. It was on the Game Boy or one of the color versions of it or something. platform yep game boy platform yeah pocket monsters so they renamed it you know pokemon obviously for the finish but the actual title of it was pokemon uh pocket monsters red and green there was two different games um depending on the release red and blue here in the states and then they just they've done like a zillion different versions of it yeah (laughs) and then there was red and blue here in the states uh not until 98 uh north american release 98 and Pokemon the TV series released in 97. So it did release on TV first okay. in the United States. The game first in the, in Japan. But then the, the TV, TV show, then show, the game here in the States. Then the game okay. here on, in North America. So there you go. All right. Yeah. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And See, I've this still is, never played a single minute of it. <laughs> this is what happens on our show. We bounce all the way around. Now we're talking I'm, about. How the hell did Pokemon. we get on that for the last 15 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. But let's continue by going to the honest trailer. <laughs> After the ad. Uh, eat a bag of dicks. Do one on Pokemon. The following trailer is rated H for honest. From Nintendo, (laughs) the company that's doing fine. What do you ask? Comes the game that spawned five. (laughs) (laughs) You you wouldn't think it, but Nintendo financially is not on the most solid ground. It's weird when you think about it. I like that. You know, we're doing fine. Why do you ask? Why do you ask? Nintendo, the company that's doing fine, what do you ask? Comes the game that spawned five generations of sequels, five TV shows, one Magic the Gathering ripoff, 17 (laughs) movies, and a god. Pokemon (laughs) Red and Blue. Embark on an epic journey to become a Pokemaster. Someone who beats wild animals into submission, traps them inside tiny prison balls, turns them into killing machines, and forces them to repeat the process on their own brothers and sisters. It's really f***ed up if you think about it. You, Dude, amen. <laughs> Let's unpack this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, folks, it's like I wonder if Michael Vick ever played this. Oh, that's a joke. Oh, oh, that's a joke. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I have yeah. a feeling that this uh, five minutes is going to be very painful to me because I was a <laughs> I was a hardcore Pokemon player. When it's going to be a, painful until they get to start. They, they get to the the starring section where they name them all. And then you're going to be you're going to have to you're going to have to pause and go back to a bunch of people. <laughs> so busy laughing, you're going to miss others. Starring. Yeah, here we go. Starring. You gotta catch them all. So trade your captured Pokemon with your friends to become the very best. Hey, uh, how about I trade you my Diglett for your Charizard? 
or buy two copies of the game to trade with yourself like a friendless loser. Deal. Journey to the region of Kanto, where you'll interact with colorful characters like Nurse Joy, who hopes you keep ending up in the hospital. Professor Oak, a brilliant scientist who can't remember the name of his own grandson. Yep. And the rival Pokemon trainer, Asphart. <laughs> Step into the shoes of Red. <laughs> An immortal child who never eats, sleeps, or talks. When you're sent away from home, you'll do all kinds of things that a 10-year-old never should, like wander alone through the woods, talk to strangers, gamble in a casino, hang out mm -hmm. in a cemetery, beat up other kids' pets for money, mm -hmm. and single-handedly try to take down the mafia. Yep. Also, the Professor Oak has more time back home to bang your mom. <laughs> Engage in a turn-based battle system with all the subtlety of rock, paper, scissors, where you can fine-tune your team to have a perfect balance of attacks. Then get stomped by that one kid who caught Mewtwo. So re Fuck that kid! <laughs> Fuck that fucking asshole, bitch-ass motherfucker. Every fucking time. I call it Mewtwo, fuck! <laughs> Dirty rat dickbag. Live the games that started it all if you're willing to overwrite your one save file or play <laughs> through the barrage of sequels that Nintendo will keep putting out till they run out of colors or letters. Starring 151 original Pokemon. So hold on to your butts, cause we're doing them all. The one no one ever picked. <laughs> Blooming Onion. Plantasaurus Rex. Oh god, my tail is on fire. Charm a chameleon. <laughs> Brace yourself, dude, because you're going to be in pain. Plantasaurus oh, Rex. Oh, God, my tail is on fire. Charm a chameleon. Smeow. Squirter. Leonardo. Water Bowser. The very hungry caterpillar. What doesn't kill you makes you harden. Lower back tattoo. Smoking Weedle. Kakuna Matata. Muhammad Abi. A bird. A big bird. A slightly bigger bird than that. We all said the same shit. <laughs> Pidgey, Pidgeon, and uh, um, um, fuck, what was the that one? Um, the final form. The final form, and we're just like, there's no difference. They just get bigger. It's just bigger birds. <laughs> bigger birds, the same fucking bird. They just look meaner, and they're bigger. Ratatat, Dead Mouse, Britney Spiro. Pharaoh to the knee, snake spelled backwards, yes. Cobra Kai, Japanese Mickey, wrong <laughs> Japanese Mickey, <laughs> wrong chew, taming of the sand true, Hurricane Sandy, jailbait, <laughs> oh my god, it gets better, wrong chew, taming of the oh sand true, Hurricane Sandy, jailbait, barely legal, no <laughs> bait, boy toy, Dill, lame Kirby, Queefable. Yes. What does the Vulpix say? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. We're not even a third of the way through. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Miles Nine Tails Prower, Lana Del Rey, <laughs> Mama Jew. No, wait. Stop. Say Miles Nine Tails Prower, Lana Del Rey. Oh, no. Um, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit of understanding about that character. That's Jigglypuff, first of all. Mm -hmm. And Jigglypuff's thing is that, like, the main attack for Jigglypuff is Jigglypuff's song that puts you immediately to sleep. 
Okay. That's that's why. And do you know who Lana Del Rey is? I've heard the name, but listen to some of her music and you will immediately start laughing because you will picture Jigglypuff when you start listening to Lana Del Rey music. Hey, Mama June, Cave Herpes, Edward Cullen, turn up for what? Orlando Gloom, Black Toad, Paris Hilton, The Flood, Evil Furby, Mothra, Dicklet. <laughs> Three Little Dicklets, Grumpy Cat, Kim yes. Kardashian, Gangnam Style, Goldwing Duck, Spanky My Mankey, Planet of the Primates, Macklemore, RK9, <laughs> Spin Art, This Is Your Brain, This Is Your Brain on Drugs, There Is No Spoon, There Is yes. One Spoon. Yes! There are two spoons. Yes! Two spoons. <laughs> Judo Chop, Machop on Roids, Goro, Plant. Ah, Goro! <laughs> Versus zombies. That's a great video game crossover. Yes. Venus Dick Trap. Japanese Lunch. Japanese Porn Star. Racky Ball Boa. <laughs> Pet Rock. Angry Golf Ball. My Little Ponyta. This horse is on fire. <laughs> Junior Son. Like I said, dude, you're going to have to go back about 20 times because you're just laughing so hard. Ponyta. This horse is on fire. Science Fair Project. Magneto's balls. A bird with a unibrow holding a green onion. Yep. Doo doo. Oh. Sir Birdius. Kiss from a rose. Mountain Dugong. Grimace. Calm spelled backward. Dude, it was. His name is Muck. Pokemon's name is Muck. It's Sheldon Cooper, Haunted Vagina, Rick Gasly, Dead Wolverine, Evil Stitch, Hooked on Onyx, NyQuil, Date Rapist, Krabby Patty, Stage 5 Kingler, A Pokeball, Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Execute Order 66. Oh my god, yes! Perfect name. Smelly Pineapple, Mommy Issues, Jack Scullington, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Girl's Best Friend. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Like, you don't even have to play Pokemon to get God. that fucking joke. Holy shit, dude. Bronchitis. <laughs> oh, wait. So that's coughing. Let's see what he does for wheezing. Lung cancer. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Ryback. Right. Ryback. <laughs> Don't. Teen Mom. Walking Spaghetti oh. Monster. Krangus Khan. Water Birdo. Hail Cedra. Finding Goldie. Hail Cedra. Nice. Krangus Khan. Water Birdo. Hail Cedra. Finding Goldine. Desperately Seeking Susan. Patrick. Jewish Starmy. Hi, I'm a registered sex offender. Rock, Paper, Scyther. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> BuzzFeed. Well, Ron, you're Play getting your ab workout. Yeah, oh, yeah. My face is hurting, too. Ming Butthead. Like a pincer. Bullshit. Not living up to your potential. Gary Busey. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Dude, the accuracy though. A pincer. Bullshit. Not living up to your accurate potential. Gary. Dude, that one. Oh my god, his face. I'm never going to be able to look at his face ever again. 
It was, it's always going to look like Gary Busey now. <laughs> Busey, the Loch Ness Monster. Yep. Whatever you want me to be. Evie yep. spelled backwards. Cat. <laughs> he got me with that See, one. The Loch Ness Monster. Whatever you want me to be. Evie spelled. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Asshole. Backwards. Catfish. Rabbit chew. Fire crotch. Asian polygon. Yep. Praise helix. Baby Cthulhu. <laughs> Ed Crab, Edward Scytherhands, Sarah Jurassic Parker, Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that, that one is Snorlax, right? Yes. Ed okay, Crab. There is Edward some. Okay, pause for a second. Somebody makes a gigantic stuffed version of him that's like literally like fucking like life size, like yeah. grizzly bear sized. And it's like, okay, you just lean up against that shit and just snuggle with Snorlax all day long. <laughs> I saw going, that. I've never played Pokemon in my life. And I, and I want one of those. Yes. <laughs> we all one. said the same thing when we saw it. Yep. I remember seeing that a long like time ago. Six feet tall. I'm like, like, dude. <laughs> and he literally sits up in the corner. A friend of mine did have yeah. one. He was, he is a hell of a Poke nerd. And I loved Pokemon, and I had the cards and stuff like that, but this dude was on a next Pokemon level. And he had one of those. We came in, and hell yeah, was he comfortable? But I'm pretty sure it had bodily juices on it, so I never sat on it or leaned up against it. So, yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. hands, Sarah, Jurassic. That's hilarious. The Parker, Diabetes, Blue Jay Leno, Shoes in Spanish. <laughs> That's Zapato. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> this bird is on fire. Drapini. Puff the magic dragon air. Cow is out. Boo too. No, he didn't. Uh, Drapini. Puff the magic dragon air. Cow is out. You can hear the voice that he's using for this. It's always odd. Out. Boo too. Space fetus. And a glitch in the matrix. Yep. Digimon. And that's why I never make direct eye contact with anyone. Hey, yep. Smush Gamers, did you know we do movies too? Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. You can always count on honest trailers to give you one. Everything, every single one. There's a reason why that one, that one, and it kills me that, oh, that's fandom games. Not uh, well, it's 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 it, it they got they got bought and they sold. And it's like fandom entertainment now owns Screen Junkies or what was um, Smosh Games, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they originally were Smosh games, and they got sold or had to got yeah they got rebooted, but they re-uploaded all that shit a couple years ago when they got bought. So they have like that was one, one of the original ones from like six seven years ago. <laughs> well, this one here, just having to look at it, is the honest trailers for Harry Potter, right? And it's from Screen Junkies original yeah. uh, thing. They have six point seven million subscribers, and that video honest? had like some twenty some odd million or whatever right. views, right? This one uh, is one year younger than that. The channel, obviously, because it was rebooted, is 1.6 million only, but it has more views. It has almost 17 million views. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we're nerds! Uh, we managed to waste a whole fucking half hour on that shit. We really did! <laughs> we I mean, really we did! With the original thing, we were coming back from the fucking break with. <laughs> I don't know, and we teased it too. It was sports, sportsmanship. Sports. Because we talked about okay, um, when guys were getting hurt, hey, get them, get over here. We talked about was it Ken Schrader and then yep. uh, Lawrence Taylor after um, uh, uh, Thiesman got Theisman. his leg broke. Yep. 
was like, we need more sportsmanship. It's something that's sadly lacking. And that was where we went. And that was the last thing I talked about. I'm trying to remember. So you said you had something ready to go on that. This is what happens when we don't communicate. I can't tell you what you were going with. It. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't do show prep, folks. You have a great idea, and then you lose it somehow because we get sidetracked with something else that's funny. Oh, and I thought I started typing it to you, and I was going to send it mm. while I was walking up the stairs. But apparently, I did not. Mm. So. You teed it, you say, I teed it up. You left it on the tee, and we're like, all right, we're going to break. And then it fell over. Should have just done it right then and been late for the break. See? Tried to stay on our schedule. Well, this is when we came back from the break and we did a half hour of Pokemon stuff, <laughs> didn't help. Did not. I thought you had it ready to go. I was like, oh yeah, distract him. Don't matter because he's got it set ready to go in the next window or something. It was set, it was set up with something about uh, um, sportsmanship. I thought I thought it was one of your 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 blog entries. Yeah, you had one it's on not. the subject. That's where we're going with this. But it's not. somewhere else with that. Hmm. Ah, damn Fuck! It. I hate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna think about it. Like after the show, it's like, gonna come to you show. as sledgehammer is rolling at the end of this. Exactly. And if it does, I'll stop it, and then we'll just keep recording. Obviously, the uh, folks won't be able to see it because it'll time out by then. Uh, so let's go on to um, let's go on to this. So talking about fanaticism, right? Fans. We were talking about that before. Why are fans the way they are, and why did it, you know? Why does it do what it does to people? Uh, why are good people to be fans of ignored? Like take uh, um, 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 Keanu Reeves. That is one of the, the most level-headed human beings I've ever known of, let yeah. alone he be a, a, a Hollywood A-lister, like a next level A-lister. He's a guy you can't hate him. No, there's really nothing about him. You can say, like, oh, I don't like that guy because like, no, I mean, maybe you're not a fan of his acting style, but OK, that's you, about you it. Can't but hate the guy and that's it. But the man's got a net worth of like six hundred million dollars and he is like, like chilling, walking down the street in Walmart clothes. Yeah, he just goes like, randomly I'm, to I'm the store. I'm fucking fortune and I'm not I don't can't need to tell. wear my entire net worth. You can't tell the money he's been using. He's used on that. Uh, what is it? A coffee company or a beer company or something like that. I forget what it. Oh, motorcycles. Uh, okay. It was a motorcycle because he loves motorcycles, right? He's working on this motorcycle company, <laughs> um, but he didn't just give money to it. He's working with them directly. You know, and either I don't know if he's just being a, a consultant, you know, role or on the board or something like that. But it wasn't just one of those things that somebody said, hey, we have this idea. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's endorsed by Keanu Reeves. No, no, no. It's he's it's partially on involved with the company built by Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it wasn't like uh, when we had the big oil spill in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Is it uh, Kevin Costner? Yeah. Had actually been heavily invested in a whole bunch of equipment that actually would help to solve the problem of the leaking oil well. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, let's get in on this. And we're sitting there going, yeah, he actually had been developing that equipment on his own deal, you know, completely just kind of under the radar. I'm sitting there going, I was shocked when I heard about it. I'm like, wait, seriously? Yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> um, like, like take uh, some of the other cool things like uh, and and this is this is saying something because we're coming up on the twentieth anniversary of this. Um, two more shows for us before we hit that twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. Next weekend, I've got Sims, so I get done at like six p.m. and they're in 
you know, just south of DFW Airport, so we might be a little late starting the show for that one next okay. Saturday. Okay. Because I have um, Sims. So. And then the 18th show is the last one we'll have before it. That's the 20th verse, 20th anniversary of... Uh, no. Yeah, the next, our next show, oh, if shit, we do one next our, Saturday, will be on the we'll be 20th on anniversary. Holy shit. Holy shit. I got to change some shit then. Shit. Fuck shit. But like talking about 9-11, right, uh, with Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, yeah. Yeah. how he went back to his old truck. His old fire truck. His old fire truck in 9-11. Been a fireman in. in New York. In New York. And, and there's like one picture of all of existence of him doing this. He's like, I don't want any credibility. I don't want any recognition for this whatsoever. I'm no. doing this because it needs to get done. And his house even knew about it. And they mm-hmm. were cool with it. He was just there. He was in gear. He was walking around in ground zero doing shit. Yep. Crawling through and looking for survivors. and sh- Didn't want anybody to know about it. It got yeah. leaked somehow. There was then, somebody. I think somebody he, like, he was riding on top of the truck or climbing up on top of the truck to get gear or whatever or hoses or something. Somebody recognized and somebody him. got a picture of him. This is back in the days before cell phone cameras were really a thing. True. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we only have one picture of this. But yeah, it's him in bunker gear, and or he's got like the lower half of the bunker gear doesn't have the coat, but he's got the hat and oh, yeah. the helmet and everything. It's like yeah, and he's back to being a fireman. Damn it! Should have been doing this while you were talking. Oh no! Oh no! What? Why does control? Oh Jesus Christ! I hit a button while I was trying to do a search, and it was still mm-hmm. focused on my uh, Excel spreadsheet. Uh-huh. So I started typing in a field. Oh, I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> and then I, you know, Control Z, undo, right? And it doesn't do anything. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so I had to like cook off. Did you F five the window again? Yes, it doesn't work. Nothing works. Lingo we built the studio with fucking wood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the fanaticism thing. Like, why don't we? Why don't we fall over ourselves about people like that? Why are we falling all over ourselves, you know, as a people? I'm no, obviously don't mean us, but out of like the Kardashians, they are literally famous for For being being famous famous. because their dad was OJ's lawyer at one point. One of OJ's lawyers. Everybody remembers Johnny Cochran. Not too many people remember Robert Kardashian. Right. So I was like, all of a sudden she's everywhere. I'm like, who the fuck is this chick? It's like Paris Hilton. yeah, I was like, okay, her dad owns, you know, the Hilton Hotel. Hilton Hotels. Yeah, she's the heir to Hilton Hotels. Okay, got that. Cool. Like, why is she famous? Because she's rich and she likes to go out and party and stuff. And then she goes and starts buying a whole bunch of awesome cars. Yeah, and she can't drive a one of them for multiple reasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like, because she's a terrible like, driver, but also well, uh, she's proven that she couldn't drive one of them. Like She couldn't figure out the clutch. But also the fact that she is such a lush, it's uh, been run-ins. Yeah, the state of California <laughs> probably had, or wherever the hell she lives, probably had something to say about that. Is like that little card with your face on it and your address on that shit. Hand it over. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take care. <laughs> we're, of that. we're just we're just gonna take that. Yeah, appreciate you. <laughs> but that, that it's a it's an annoyance. Why do we follow those? Because those are the train wrecks. Yeah, that you can't take your eyes off of. You always want to see what the next thing that they do is, but there's those psychopaths, the Nicki Minaj's, the, the Paris Hilton's, the people like that all day, Kardashians, all those people all day. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> but then you have people that are also like just you know normal people to have to be fans of well i'm i'm a i'm a, I'm a fanatic about the work that you've provided like tom yeah. hanks type of people right yeah but why does the paparazzi follow them and they still haven't learned they ended up killing a, a princess and they still haven't learned that they are crawling all over people and their job and they get paid for this some of them get paid famously very well very well just jared oh my god that group must make billions I, they like, chase, we're talking five figures for a couple of fucking pictures of somebody walking out of a goddamn restaurant exactly basically. why do i care <clears throat> why does any human being on the planet earth care what store this person goes to on a daily basis like you do why do you give a the only, fuck? The only time I ever seem to find any interest in that is when I'm standing in line at the grocery store. I'm like, all right, there's like three people with carts ahead of me. And I'm like, I'm bored. So instead of pulling out my phone, I was like, all right, who's on the covers of the tablets this week? Right. But even it's then, like, cause it's because it's something to keep my attention while I'm waiting for other shit. It's <clears throat> killing time. But you didn't That's buy what? it because of that. No. And you never have. Like, and you never will. Yeah. No. My point is, though, okay, the picture of it is about some, you know, bullshit that they bullshitted about and they TMZ'd it and, you know, whatever. <clears throat> this isn't People Magazine, is tabloid bullshit, right? Yeah. And it's sensationalism, it's gossip. It's, and that picture yeah. isn't even about them. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person was seen buying food at Giant Foods or entered a Publix. Oh my God. But people's actual reaction to those photos has nothing to do with whatever the the story is, the quote-unquote story, excuse me. It's about them leaving Publix. They're like, oh my God, they shop at Publix just like me. They have enough money they can buy the entire store on the spot. They can pull a Batman. They can pull a Christian Bale. I own this hotel. I'm buying this hotel right now. That kind of money. I'm making some changes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't I didn't lisp enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have that kind of money. It's like, oh yeah, they they walk out of the store. Literally, they could have just bought the fucking store. Now that's newsworthy. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, okay. Somebody's just like on a fucking whim. It's like, you know, I like this grocery store. I'm just going to buy it. Right. <laughs> okay. It's like, what are you playing Monopoly and you landed on this square and you just say, "Yeah, fuck yeah, it. I like, got the yeah, money." Fuck it. I'm going to buy this, you know, I'm going to buy this store. I'm going to park by Park Avenue. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, it's that, yes, newsworthy. Yeah. The crash that happened out there because of, you know, somebody who wasn't paying attention. There is a major crash while I was talking to these people about it. Why? Why? Oh, you saw uh, uh, um, pick a random person out of the air. You saw uh, Kate Hudson. Yeah, you haven't seen her in years. You saw Kate Hudson. She was leaving Target. What could that mean? Are you fucking kidding me? Kate Hudson went to Target with somebody else's husband. That would be interesting. But again, it's but why does a it- movie star is fucking around with somebody else's uh, like, okay, why? Who but cares? why would that? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah, what, what would that be interesting? Why, why should I care? Why would that be interesting? It makes no sense, and it's never made sense to me, and it will never make sense to me, period. 
people are trying to fill the emptiness of their lives. It's escapism. Is my that's the best explanation I can come up with. It's something different. I need something else there, that gives you the yeah. the salute of yesness. Yeah. I don't have anything. God damn it. As Ron sorts through the keyboard of fun. Right, I'll just give you a bunch. Boo, I hit the wrong button. There we go. You get a whole bunch of yeses for that one. Yeah. Yes. They're trying to fill the emptiness of their lives. It's like, hey, True. this is this is more interesting than the doldrums of my daily life. And so, this is ooh. why we have these. Yeah. Something to make us not bored. To pass this is a 21st century electronic pacifier. Pacifier. Oh, my iPad definitely is. Seriously, if I have to sit at the airport for any length of time or whatever, I'm like, all right, I'm bored. I want to read something. I'll either pick up a book, or if I don't have a book, I'll read it on you know my iPad or go read the news or whatever the hell is going on in the world. Yeah, or go <laughs> surfing for memes. That's the fun thing. It's like, all right, I need laughs. I need something to put me in a better mood. And I'm going to go find some memes that are funny and I need and spicy. Many, many lols. Yeah. It was like, all right, uh, I need entertainment. And see, entertainment is one thing, but take, all right, let me ask a question then. All right. Sitting around at Riddle, mm-hmm. you're a little early for your flight and yeah. you're sitting down at the flight line. You've checked the weather. You've, you know, you've gotten all your yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're waiting. You're waiting the airplane to get in. You're like, literally been, you know, you're just waiting. waiting. You're waiting for the keys to show up on the board. Yeah. What are you doing to keep yourself not bored? In 2003. Uh huh. Probably studying for my next oral exam. Doing something. Trying to make the time useful. And it's like at that point, it's like because we're talking 2003, so iPhones were definitely not a thing yet. Right. I didn't even have a flip phone. I had the Nokia brick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did I have? Oh, I had the next the phone. Tone. was a phone. I had an <laughs> i5. More. I had an i530 back then. And that was shortly after Nextel ended up getting NASCAR. Oh, right. It was 04. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. when the Winston Cup ended. Yeah. At the end of a. No longer about cigarettes. <laughs> Fucking douchebags. Anyway, um, yeah. So you were productive. Yeah. At that point, I kind of had to be because I didn't have empty entertainment in that situation. I wouldn't have had, oh, we're just like, hey, you know, who's on the cover of the fucking, you know. But what did they uh, have in the corner of that room right in front of the desk? They had computers. They had computers. They had a TV and they had the newspaper thing from both the Avion and the the, uh, Daytona Beach News Journal. Why didn't you go over and look at it and dish, dish, dish to see what somebody was doing in the news? I was at school. I was studying. You were being productive, period. I was like, I had shit to do. It was like, I had a test coming up or I had another oral exam coming up after the, you know, the next activity after this. Man, flight. you really was, like that oral, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Boobies. Well, dude, I just went through fucking recurrent training. So I was like, I'm, that time of year, I have to do it this year anyway. So I just did the two days of ground school last couple of days, and we had the big written test now. They're, they're redoing how we do our uh, uh, annual uh, stuff. Instead of the oral exam, we do it all on a written test now. Nice. You know, the stuff about the systems and all that stuff. Normally, you'd, you know, you'd sit there for an hour or whatever before the, the sim 
session, and they would quiz you during that. Now it's down to, okay, you do the memory items in that, but as far as like the limitations in the airplane, how the systems work, and company policies and everything, and how we operate flights and all that stuff, that we do on a written test. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did that, and it's, that was fun uh, because it the way they have it doing it now, it's not even written. It's now on our company iPads. Nice. And it was slow as fuck. There was one guy, it took him four and a half hours. Because not because he was taking the, forever. You, because the damn thing just would not accept. It's like, I'm hitting an answer, and like it was lagging so much with the company's website or whatever that it took him like four and a half hours to get through 150 questions. No shit. And like most of us were taking like an hour and a half at most. God damn. The thing is, he had to start over because well, the my, thing dumped out. It crapped out on him midway through. My point is, though, that you were productive with your yes. time. Today, if you were bored, instead you're of just Twitter. going to find something yeah, to do to, to pass your time, but also get something done that you wanted to get done, you don't. You're on Twitter. You're on Facebook. You're on Gab. You're on something. You're killing time. Killing. And you're murdering time. You're guilty of murder. Some people are guilty of of um, what you call it murder um, genocide. <laughs> that's the people that Serial provided the phone. Yeah. That's jail. That's genocide. <laughs> yeah. The people that provide the details, though, that's that's serial killer. Now that that's a uh, 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 murder one. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people are murder one. You know, like oh, I'm instead of doing this, I know that's premeditated. I'm going to go play with my phone. Or when murder two. Something else. Murder two is when you should be doing something else, but you aimlessly you just pick up your phone or your tablet or whatever and start doing your shit. And you're like, oh wait, I should. You're like midway through it. Oh wait, I should be doing something right now. And then you don't do it still until five seconds where you've got to go to this one place. Yeah, it's like you have last to. Last second panic. That's the best mood for creative. Exactly. <laughs> It's that it's so annoying to me, honestly, that because I remember the days and everybody's like, oh, you're an old man. You're talking about the old days when you was coming up type of thing. Yeah, it was fucking better. We got Things more different shit in done. the 90s, folks. It's like we didn't as many distractions as we had. We didn't have anything like the kind of distractions people have today. Nope. That's one of the that 80s and 90s group on Facebook. That, Love that, that group. The, the meme page. It is great. And I'm sitting Love here, that good. group. God, there's some shit. I'm like, yeah, we did that. Yep. We actually did that shit. And I was like, and stuff that you understand now as an adult, you're like, holy fuck, that was how we were entertained. Yeah. And <laughs> like we Rocco's are. Modern Life. I've got that shit on DVD. Yeah. The whole series. I'm like, good God, this is a show for kids. Yeah, exactly, man. It was twisted <laughs> shit. Stimpy. I was like, don't even get me started on that one. <laughs> By the way, did you see my shirt real quick before we got to sign off? Yes. You're right to an end where your feelings begin. All right, we're out of here. It has been a good show. Dude, episode yeah. 32. We have now done officially 96 hours of uh, of show. That's That counts the YouTube one that got axed, right? I'm yeah. not sure. No, no actually, God, we're, are we at 100? Hold on. So, I think we got over four Leah. hours on the YouTube one. We were like two, two and a half hours in. When they yeah, got it was like two or two back. and a half hours. So that was, uh, uh, what are we at? 32. So uh, 32. Three plus two and a half. 
I guess. Close on 100. I think we will crack 100 next weekend. Yep, because 98 and a half. God damn, dude. Yeah. Got a lot of radio. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 833-441-2220. You can leave a voicemail. I can also come in on the show next week at 7600thesquawk.com. We'll be on for the 20th anniversary of 9-11. One worst days in America's history. Correct. So we'll see y'all next week. Y'all be bitches. Continue your bitchesness. And we will love you. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios.